Thank you. Isn't it weird after doing a, a podcast for almost a year? Like, I get a little bit nervous at the beginning of everyone. It's no, man, you should be nervous. No, no, just like getting nervous, you know, just like having sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we are uh, we are down a foster. He's somewhere in Green Bay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And uh, yeah, he's trying to get stuff figured out. And uh, he'll be on shortly here. And we have Walter Besky coming in in a little bit. Um, PJ, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Don't have a hat on tonight. So, man, that's different. I forgot my Bears hat. And all I have is a visor. So I went and got this one. It's just a plain blue hat. Yeah, so at least I'm not wearing a visor. It looks gray, though. It's kind of blue. Yeah, it kind of looks blue gray. gray. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it, all right. Well, it definitely needs a C on it, but I have that. Hey. So we're all good. I got a Reebok, huh? Hmm? I got a Reebok, huh? Yeah, Reebok. Yeah, nice. At, at least it's blue. Hey. You're not wearing a Texans hat. <laughs> you know, I thought about putting it on too. I really did. <laughs> Thank God you didn't. It's actually the Texas Rangers hat, so it's a Rangers hat. Oh, see, I, I would know the difference. One's okay. <laughs> One's royal blue and red. The other one's. I'm just kidding. Dark blue. I just mean because I'm a Cubs fan. That's all. I'm, I've told you, I'm not really a baseball fan at all. I, I know, me either. But Cubs over anyone. The Bears. All right, so guys, we have got some exciting, we've got a few exciting things to talk about besides the topic tonight. Some things that's pretty exciting here for BCP. And uh, we'll talk about all that as we get into the show here. And we, when we get Foster on and our guest Walter and Kitty, let's kick this shit off. Bears country. Where is it? You down with BCP? 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 So wait, her, her, um, Celis, wait, uh, my, my thing is, there we go. Her Celis, I need to be like, hey. Yeah, he told, he, that, that ain't it, man, that ain't it. No? No? So I keep following the wrong advice, is that what you're saying? No, he did something like this, you know, hand behind the head and say, boom, something like that. Something like that. Let's just stop while we're ahead. Let's just stop. Yeah. One of these days, it's going to be an amazing dance. It will be. Trust me. One of these days, I'm going to do the the leg flip, like kid and play. Then I'll have the whole. 
I'll, I'll go watch some modern dancers. How about that? Because I keep dancing like I'm from the 90s. Is that the problem? How about you stay in your own lane and we will be just fine. You know, when you get out, when you start drifting over to that other lane of like being a dancer, being a rapper, that's not your lane, bro. You got to stay in your lane, whatever your your lane. You got to stay in what you're good at, man. I mean, just pontificating. That's your lane. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dancing? Eh, not so much. No, not so much? Not so much. I used to think I used to tear it up on the on the wedding room dance floor. Okay. Quick question for you. When you met your wife, were you on the dance floor or were you at the bar? I was at um, the Green Mile. So you were at the bar. No. I was at yeah I was at I was at a jazz I was at um, Al Capone's jazz club. it's now a jazz club but it was originally Al Capone's bar so you were at a bar you wasn't on the dance floor right? it was a jazz it was a jazz club but you was but you was at the bar you wasn't on the dance floor did I tell right. you this story are yes, you, you are did. calling me out now so what I'm saying is you were at the bar I so was at, yes I was at the floor you was at, the, at bar. the bar you wasn't on the dance floor so that tells you your lane is not on the dance floor you were at the bar so stay in your lane that's what I'm telling you bro <laughs> it works for you man I'm just saying <laughs> you was able to get this lovely wife of yours because oh, you were in your lane had she seen you on the dance floor you'd probably be single today when I put my mind to something, though, I want I want to perfect it. <laughs> oh man, I'm just saying, man. Can you imagine, like one of these days, is like I'm actually doing a really cool dance. Like shit, you actually got this shit right. What the fuck is happening? Here? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I guess it's time to trash that and come up with a new opener. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to stay in your lane, man. That's it. I mean, my lane, it, it works for you, man. I'm telling you, what you got going for you work for you. I got you. Man. I got you, my friend. I got you. All this new stuff? Nah. Uh -huh. It doesn't work. Friends don't let your friends or <laughs> friends don't let fr your friends dance. I'm not drunk, but podcasting. <laughs> friends don't let their friends dance podcasting. How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, what is up with everyone in chat tonight? Thank you guys for joining us. Mark Kazak, excellent to see, see you in chat again. Of course, Cliff Victoria, we, Walt Besky's in chat. Walt Besky's hanging out in, in the back here, waiting to come on soon. Cliff, I have some pictures of my dinner for you tonight later. Mm -hmm. Hey, Cliff. I'm, I'm, What's up, Mark? I'm getting tired of showing all your pictures <laughs> of all your meals, Cliff. I'm, gonna, I'm showing a picture of my meal. It's literally the one I made tonight, damn it. Doug Van Dorn. Mr. Mayhem, what's up? <clears throat> Mr. Mayhem is down with BCP. You know me. Doug Van Dorn. Doug. <clears throat> Doug. I love you, Doug. I love you, Doug. It's always good to see you in chat every week. Excellent, excellent stuff you guys provide in content and chat, which makes this show what it is. So Absolutely. thank you very much. I kind of have some uh, exciting news for 
uh, BCP here. Um, as of like a, a week ago, uh, BCP is now partially monetized. So if you look down on your STC, what's up? If you look down, you will now see you will now see that there is super chat available for you. There's a membership page that we're going to start, maybe with some um, excellent recipes. I could put that Lumo 90s recipe in there for you guys. Okay. Uh, super stickers, all kinds of stuff. You guys can just, if you would like to just donate, there is a donation button down there. Just letting you know, not asking, just letting everyone know it is now available. We have to make sure Retro knows that when he, when he pops in later, because he was always doing a dollar, a dollar, yeah, a dollar, yeah. a dollar. On the barroom. Yes, if you guys want to donate guy. money, I'm you know I'm I'm willing to accept it. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I feel free. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I I I can like use that money and buy something. I, I don't know what yet, but uh, you can you can add it to your retirement fund. There you would go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, this guy's costing me a lot of money. Yeah. Let's I'm not even not talk cheap. about Foster. <laughs> yeah, I'm not cheap. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, some more exciting news that I kind of want to talk about before we get going on, on the topic for tonight, because I, I am actually very excited to talk about the defensive line tonight um, and what this new rookie class is going to offer. But um, and let's see. The second thing that I wanted to bring up tonight was that on the 27th, we are going to have our first special big guest. Alex Shapiro will be joining us on the 27th in two weeks. That will be the day after training camp officially starts. So the goal for this when Alex Shapiro was on the show is, again, let me put in the banners here so that you guys all know, to join a future show, email bearscountrypodcast at gmail.com for any of, the, any, any of you in audio stream that's listening to this. And if you would like to join the show that night on the 27th, uh, we will have you in the background, and each one of you can ask, depending how many people join up, one to two questions to Alex Shapiro yourself. Two, hear what he has to say to your question to your face. <clears throat> yes. Try so, not to duplicate your uh, questions either. I mean, you know, so make sure you pay attention to where you're not duplicating your questions. Yeah, exactly. We want to maximize the uh, chance we have with him to uh, get as many answers as possible because i know he does a real good job of taking notes i mean he's a professional at this so he takes good notes with training camp and uh i know there's some questions i i want to ask him right off the top mm -hmm. I, i'm gonna keep i'm gonna try to keep it to like i don't know how he's gonna how long he's gonna be on for yet but i'll, I'll try to keep it to just a couple questions myself they probably will not even be bears related so because i'll leave that up to you guys uh but that should be a fun show well, you know, I, I can keep him on long if you really want me to. Oh, I know you can. You got just one question with a 27-part answer to it, right? Gotta be, hey, I'll stay in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> there is another exciting thing I'm trying to pull up here as soon as I can find it. That's what she, that's what she said. <laughs> you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Where did I put this? That's what she said. <laughs> oh, wait. Duh. I, for, I forgot that it's over here. It's, it's right here. Hold on now. 
this is kind of this is going to be this is kind of exciting for uh, BCP because uh, there's a company that has reached out to me. They actually reached out to me last year, um, right after the first game of the season against the Niners, and th th they were called at the time. They were called Relevant, L R E L V E N T, V E N T, and it's backed by Mike Tyson. And they reached out to, at the time, they wanted me to uh, pair me up in kind of like a, um, like a Manning cast with a former a former player for the Bears, and, and or, or or journalists, I should say. And then it just kind of it, it never really came into fruition because they started the process too late and the season was already started, so they kind of put it aside. And now they've reached out to me again, and PSF Pro. Pros that they have changed their name from relevant to PSF, which is uh, Pro Sports Fans, and it's an app where anyone can go on to the app, download it on your. Uh, if you go on your Android app, you have to download Relevant currently, R E L E V N T. If you're on your uh, iPhone, you can just go to PSF uh, Pro, Pro Sports Fans, and you can find it in the apps uh, section on your iPhone. What's going to happen here is. During the season for the Bears games, it's currently for every team. Currently, there's so there's you have hockey, basketball, baseball, um, NFL. So the, the base baseball is going on right now. So you can pick your favorite baseball team, go to Pro Sports Fans, download it, go to the chat room where they have um, set up for your your favorite teams, and you can chat live with current or former players who are on there doing their own things. Um, it's kind of like an interactive version of Twitter, if you will. It's it's very it's very very interesting. So I'm not they're not sponsoring us. They have actually they were in negotiations with me to do a show on that with them, or to broadcast every game live, every Bears game with a former player. So I don't know who that player is going to be yet. It could actually be a former like a, a current journalist or something like that. But what's exciting about this is. I'll be doing like a Manning stream from PSF on the Bears fan channel during the game with most likely a former player. And even if it's not, which I pretty much think it is just based on what we talked about, if even if it's a current journalist, that's going to that's going to lead to a lot of great things for this channel. And with this channel being fan based and having you come in from chat to join the show i can't say it enough email bears country podcast at gmail.com to join the show and you could be sitting on here with potentially a, a former player or a current journalist just like you will be on the 27th with alex shapiro to ask that said person your own questions in real time and have them answer them to you face to face in real time and that's what this whole channel has always been about and it's amazing to, to see that kind of come to fruition so with the addition of PSF I'm very excited to announce that you know this is gonna be a great partnership between the two of us and I hope all of you guys sign up I even created a Bears Country podcast chat room on the on that um, app so you can join that too we can also do live or send our stream to uh, PSF as well. 
just like we can Twitter and Facebook. So it's 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 an exciting time. More to come on that in the future as we like start to build. You know, once I get more information, we just kind of went through the setup today, um, talking with them. Yeah, that's and, why you're the man. What's that? That's why you're in the man. You know what I mean? You, you, you're just a man. Thanks, you're man. Just the man. I appreciate man. that. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. It's, that's very nice of you. I don't mm. think I am, but I mean, it's. I'm a nice guy. You are a very nice guy. You're the, you're the man too, dude. <laughs> you being here is that proves you're the man. You know, so I'm excited about this, guys. Check out PSF Pro Sports Fans on your uh, iPhone. Relevant R E L E V N T on your Android. Download the that the relevant app, and then it will eventually. They're working on that for the Android. It will eventually be updated to the new format that you see here on your screen, which is PSF. So well, very. See, well, uh... very Excited about it. Cliff giving you some advice, sir. Make sure you have the rights to replay on BCP. No, I won't be replaying on BCP. I'll just, I'll have interaction with um, current players or former players, maybe even current players through what whoever former player I'm doing this, the game cast with. So it's basically just like you see now. Only it's 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 a uh, mobile de mobile uh, based platform so you can only do it on your phone so i'll literally be watching the bears game on my on my phone with said former player or journalist or and then we'll be talking about the game in real time they'll have the the uh all the stats everything will be broadcast by them in real time so we won't even i won't even have to run the you know, like pull up an ESPN chart to show you what the the down by you know what's going on in the game. It'll all be provided by them while while we just hang out like you and I are right now, PJ, uh, talking about the game, hanging out like fans watching it. But there will be like a, a former player there that will be able to add his insight to what he's actually seeing. It'll make it that much more interesting. But he won't be as interesting as I am. Definitely not. I'm the most interesting man. No. <laughs> but you can put any here, here's the cool thing about that. Anyone that is on that that's using that platform, that while they're in there in, in chat, they can their video feed is also available and they can come into the show and hang out with us just like this. Oh wow. Okay. I mean, right now you can't just come in the show and hang out with us. I could make that available to you right now if you just wanted to I could put the link in the description and you could just hop in the show if you wanted to i've thought about doing that i actually might do that i'm not sure how many of you would actually take advantage of that but on this other platform anyone can do that because you know i'm not sitting here with sorry pj but you're not you know uh charles tillman i'm not no you were no he's he's actually better looking than you too sorry what he's got better hair what He's, a, he's also an FBI agent. You're just what? a cop. You're just a, you're just a cop. What? <laughs> Can you say you were an NFL player and an FBI agent, PJ? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I can. You I can told say me it. that before. You told me that before. Uh, I can say it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know that this is an exciting time for uh, 
BCP. And we want to thank all of you for being a part of it because I think there's a lot we can do with this uh, moving forward with kind of what's going to happen with this uh, delightful marriage with PSF because I am allowed to talk about my own channel and things like that. And if I'm hanging out with whoever it is, it's going to be, that'll be like an open door to maybe adding players to the show, former players and things like that. It should be very, very exciting moving forward. And I'm very excited. I'm very I excited. Real quick, let me say hi to Squeegee. What's up, Squeegee? Squeegee. Okay, that's, that's the only shout out I got for you, Squeegee. That's it. STC, I've been ignoring you guys in chat while I was on a rant telling you guys about that. So let's see. What did you guys have to say here? Because let's see. Doug Van Dorden says, my theory is that Shorty is actually Adam Hogue. I mean, they went on vacation at the same time. And have any of you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? <laughs> that, means we have to, that means we have to start the... Uh, to go fund me and to get Adam Hogan here because he's got to be like five thousand dollars an hour, right? <laughs> Man. Man, yeah. Hey, for those prices, I can impersonate to be uh, Adam Hogan myself. <laughs> I just say I got a something. Hey, no kidding. So anyway, all that being said, um, that's kind of a long rant on all that. Just I'm just it's an, a very exciting time, and I wanted to get that out of the way. Guys, I'm, I'm actually very excited to be talking about the defensive line because I love when the Bears, when they do the series uh, Meet the Rookies and you really get to dive in and see what is going on with each rookie that they, you know, their family life, things like mm -hmm. that. And it really, it really, you gain the appreciation for them from where they came from, from their mm -hmm. family life, you know, from, you know, you gain a, a different perspective. And I love when they do that. And one of the, the, the most recent one this season was or is Jervon Dexter. Um, I was hoping that they did the next one, which I would imagine would be Zach Pickens today. Mm -hmm. So I could at least we could at least talk about that as well. But what they talked about with Jervon Dexter was very, you I mean, Chicago Bear through and through. You know, they draft a they look for a certain player that they want to, you know, represent that. Mm -hmm. And they're all high character guys. And you see now Jervon Dexter is actually a Jervon Dexter senior. This is courtesy of Walt Besky for uh creating this for BCP. Thank you, Walt. He'll be on in a second. But uh that's nice. Thing, Dexter, appreciate you, Walt. Thank you. 60 or 55 tackles, four tackles for loss, two sacks last year. Six foot six, 310 pounds, 53rd pick. I mean, when you watch the um, the production that the Bears put on for Meet the Rookies, and you see that he, he actually thought he was going to be a, a, ba a basketball player because he's six foot six. It's a big dude. And he moved well for his size. He literally thought he was going to be a basketball player until they, his coach like, convinced him to play football. And now here he sits with the, as a 53rd pick in the draft and somebody who all of us, a, a huge nation of Bears fans, are looking, they're high on him. I know I am. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be raw. But uh, – um... Let me comment first on what you were saying as far as meet the rookies. 
see, that's why I have such a fondness for our own drafted players because they give this little introductory thing to them. You, so you start developing this uh, real kinship with this person and only to see them go away after the end of their four years, if they make it to four years, because we're signing some other body, someone, someone else is uh, cast off. That's why I say I would prefer to keep our own because we have this vested interest in them by watching these little clips, getting to know them, their families, their struggles, their success, watching them grow. That's why I'm a big fan of all drafted players. But specifically for Jervon Dexter, I know uh, when we was going through our draft process, um, Nomad, I think Nomad first brought him to my attention. And I tell you, he, he, I thought he was going to be more of a three technique, but now I think he's more of a one technique and he's big, uh, strong. I wonder how is his leverage, how he's going to play with leverage being six foot six, because normally your one techniques are about what, six, two, maybe that they around that range. So for him to be six, six, I wonder what type of leverage he's going to play with, but he's very strong. Uh, I think he uh, has some good speed. Uh, we ran in the four eights, I believe, in the in the four yard dash. So he's very intriguing. And from that standpoint, I don't expect big sack production from him his first year. I think to get maybe three or four sacks would be a bonus. Uh, other than that, I think so. I, I think you know we'll rely on an inside pressure from some of the other guys for him just getting his feet wet to where he had to play now one gap system as opposed to the two gap system that he was playing. So he's, we're going to have some growing pains with him, but the upside is there. I can see the upside there with him. I think there's, I mean, obviously there's growing pains with any rookie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they're, they flash right out of the gates, but I, I think you're onto something there with his, with his size. So then they go and get Zach Pickens. Yes. The two of them together could just be a nasty combination for years to come. And that's the exciting thing. Did you see that? Um, it was a, something on YouTube where they were like uh, talking to them and they said how they would meet each other, run across each other in the airport by going to visit different, uh, uh, to work out for different NFL teams. And they developed a uh, friendship that way. Now, mm-hmm. now to have them both drafted by the Bears uh, after build, building this friendship among themselves is pretty interesting. I think now, Zach, Zach, I think you would, would get more sack production out of him because he's quicker. Uh, I don't know how much time he'll get with uh, Jones in front of him. So, but I, I find him to be intriguing. I think he, he's nice. Uh, I thought he was going to be, I think I've seen somewhere where they said he was projected to be maybe a fourth or a fifth rounder. Uh, so to get him in the third um, kind of surprised me a bit. But then I heard him talking so positively about him at, I think, the senior bowl. So I I didn't know what, where his stance really was, but I'm pleased with it. I mean, third rounder, I'm, I'm okay with it. I love it. I, 
let's not forget about the addition um, of Andrew Billings and yes. what, Walker. Yes. And I mean, I think I think that we're in better shape than people are giving us credit for. Everyone's complaining about the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Where's that big defensive end? I mean, it could be that they see something in Travis Gibson. I I think Travis Gibson has some uh, potential there. Like I've always said, though, I think he's more of a Robin to somebody else's Batman. So we need a Batman to uh, bring out his Robin, per se. I agree. Let's find out what Walt thinks because he's sitting in the background and, you know, Foster is just hanging out in Green Bay with all the Packer fans. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's bring Walter. Uh, wait, I got to get ready for Walter, though. Hold on. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I got, I got it. You know, we're, I'm going to perfect this dance one way or another. Oh, one way or another. Stop the press. We even got Walter dancing now. Oh my goodness. No. You get changing up all types of dances here. What are you, what are you doing? Churring butter? I mean, what's, what's, what we got going on here? What's the gal <laughs> what is up, Walter? What's going on, guys? How are we doing tonight? Oh, we are doing excellent tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Can't complain. How are you, you feeling about this defensive line? I feel great. I think we got some good rookies coming in. You know, we got uh, Dexter and Pickens and uh, Justin Jones is back. And, you know, he definitely punched above his weight class a little bit last year. But I think he's, you know, turning the corner. They can give us that on a you know a yearly basis. So I mean, defensive end still a work in project, uh, you know, progress of course. But we got a couple of good guys. We'll just see how they pan out throughout the year, though. What's something about Brian Brian Robinson? Or no, I fucked that all up. The, Dominique Robinson. That, thank you, Dominique Robinson. I'm Where here. Did Brian Robinson come from? Was that? 1990s. Is that 1990s? Brian Robinson? I don't know. I do not know where that came from. I apologize. Dominique Robinson. I think Dominique's going to be just fine. You know, like they said in the draft, he'd only, what, uh, switched over the position, what, a season and a half, two seasons ago? So, you know, he's coming in. He's behind the eight ball to begin with. And we saw in the first game he got the sack or a sack and a half, depending on who you talk to. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) after Robert Quinn was traded, everything kind of fell apart. Yeah, and it wasn't that wasn't his game. fault. Yeah. Yeah. After that first game, he disappeared. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kicked him inside a lot to play defensive tackle too, if you noticed. Yeah. And um, yeah, the, the line last year, outside of maybe Jones and sometimes uh, Angelo Blackston, I think was his name. It, it was there was nothing there. The, the team was just bad in general last year. Yeah, I I, I think with uh, Dominique, the thing we have to keep in mind is he went to college. As a quarterback, got to right. the wide receiver and only played what two years as defensive end. And yeah, we drafted him in the fifth round. I mean, honestly, that sounds like a more of a Ryan Pace pick than it does a Ryan Poles pick. I mean, because that to me was just like, okay, whoa. But I mean, it, it, it's a good gamble. I mean, the potential's there. I mean, of course, he's flashing in the first game, but. 
I mean, it's a fifth round pick. I mean, yeah. it, it, depending yeah. on what you get out of it, it's it's okay. You got some good measurables. I was six yeah. foot five, two seventy something, I think. So yeah. I mean, he had good numbers coming out of college too that final year. So you know, okay. potential's there. Yeah, I agree. It's just, he went to a smaller school. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. not gonna get the uh, face the stiffer competition, say like an LSU, Clemson, right. Ohio State, all the big ones. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. And it's going to take a minute to learn the NFL game from there. So the fact that he did what he did in the first game is I was impressed by that. I mean, anything else, you know, he had to learn the rest of that season because they were, they were, nobody's going to let him do that again. You know? Well, um, that's the thing though. I mean, you have to have someone else to draw the uh, attention of the uh, offensive line. And we didn't have anyone to do that. So with Travis Gibson, I know he got a lot of attention, but it doesn't. I mean, Robinson, young, and don't know how to do a counter move to his one move and has to learn that. So it's a it's a it's a uh, learning process for him. I just I, I'm just curious to see. Oh, man. What is going on? It's just messing me up. What, what is going on with? He actually drives. I told you. He actually drives. Wow. He's in Europe right now, sitting in the passenger seat. I hope. Yeah. He just threw up my whole train of thought. <laughs> He's muted, though, of course, as usual. <laughs> I'm not. Now. You should have just left me. It was, it was an interesting conversation. So shut me back up and go on with the conversation. Because <laughs> I am driving. That's why I didn't want to do this. I was watching, listening to you guys. How far away are you from being in your destination? Um, I don't really have a whole destination, man. I was looking at cars, too. I do, I, I'm do. i close. I'm like 10 minutes, man. Maybe 12, 15 but I interrupted this whole thing, which is exactly what I didn't want to do. And now I'm going to get pulled over because I'm not paying attention to speed. <laughs> Driving on a suspended license? <laughs> no. No. Well, Walter, tell it like it is. These guys need to learn some shit. So does everybody else. Whoa. <laughs> oh, so now, now I'm just going to listen. You can get rid of me or leave me on, whatever you guys want to do. But I need 10 or 15 anyways. So. Okay. Go back to it, man. That was good, All right. good well, stuff. Right. We'll take you back up then. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> well, I just think, like, uh, to finish my thought, I think with uh, Robinson, I mean, if we get the inside pressure like we want, we get that inside pressure and our ends just are there for contain and getting one who's trying to, ex- I mean, the quarterback trying to escape out, I think we're fine. So, yeah, Robinson, I expect – Five sacks, six sacks out of him this year. Uh, nothing major, but with his speed, I think, you know, getting up, getting up the field and be able to get that sack uh, after inside pressure is where his wheelhouse will be. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, a lot of times, even though he wasn't getting the sack or you know, the pressure or whatever, he was in most of the plays, though. So he was fighting to get in there, yeah. which is good to see. I love the I love the uh, energy and the uh, um, uh, hustle. He, he really yeah. hustles. So yeah, I, I I truly like that about him. Yes. 
Yeah, Jack Sanborn's that same type of player. You saw that in preseason too. Yes, yes. I agree. Agree. I'm kind of heartbroken at the thought of um, the rookie that they drafted that that might be taking over his position. Uh, uh, Noah Sewell. Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought you said who? <laughs> no, I said Sewell. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm wondering how serious is uh. Sanborn's injury. That's what's got me speculating now because you know drafting Sewell and he didn't have he didn't he was a what partic- didn't participate at all in the OTAs, right? No, no, he didn't. No. So I'm wondering how serious Sanborn injury is. That's a good question. Uh, we don't really know. No one's really talking, so it's kind no of talking about it. Yeah. I mean, any, any injury though, I, yeah. I feel like uh, it's all tight lipped this time of year. Well, you know, you know, they they said they talked a little bit about Claypool, a little bit about Mooney, but you haven't heard nothing about Sanborn. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, all we know is he never left Alice Hall. Supposedly, him and Eddie Jackson, uh, Darnell Mooney, been there every day. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Eberflus has been tight-lipped about his injuries from day one, though. When he doesn't have to, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. No, so, I, I, you can even see Eberflus on the field. He's a very quiet, reserved guy. Mm-hmm. So. I wanted to go with, uh, with I wanted to address what Doug here said. And again, guys, the Eberflus Williams version of the Tampa Two redefines a lot of the D line roles. Dexter may well be exactly the type of player they want at a three tech, as opposed to you saying maybe you think he's going to play the the you nose. Know, yeah, I, yeah, I don't see it. I mean, you know, we can agree to disagree, Doug and I. But uh, yeah, because I just yeah, I mean, it's possible though. Yes, it is possible. Because I had hoped he would be more like a uh, Chris Jones for uh, Kansas City, but he's a three technique. But I, from what I'm hearing, I think they have him playing the one technique. He'll but probably swap that, around. Yeah. Well, I think uh, who was it? I I heard say it uh, could have been Lance Briggs, depending on. Which side is the strong side? You know, after they get lined up, if they have the uh, strong side to the right or left, it depends right. on which one of them would actually play that three technique on any given play. So you have the versatility there. They're inter- so, they're inter- they could be interchangeable. Very much so. Very much yeah. so. I agree. So we'll see. Yeah, I think the coaches just need to let him run, you know. I mean, down in Florida, he was doing more of a read and react, like we all know. So people are like, oh, he's slow. He's not going to get off the line quick enough. But I think he just has to be unleashed and let him do his thing. He's got power in his legs, you know. I mean, his bench wasn't that great at the um, the, uh, the combine or pro day. I'm not sure which one they're measuring. I think he was like upper 60% roughly for his position. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about, Pickens? Uh, Gervin uh, Dexter. Oh, Dexter. Dexter, okay. Yeah, so. Retro. Yeah. Retro just found this. Congratulations, BCP. Thank you, my man. You missed the beginning of the show when I when I um, announced it, and I was like, "Where's Retro? He usually donates a dollar." <laughs> take that, that. I give you two. We appreciate that. Thank you very much, Retro. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, thank you, uh, Retro. Um, I was gonna. What I was gonna say about um. Oh, you, what you were just saying, Walter, I had something I was going to say, and that threw me off. I was like, oh, retro. Javon. <laughs> yeah, Javon, yeah. yeah. Um, this, uh, 
what I oh that's what I was gonna say. What I loved about this draft is what they did in two thousand five or six when they drafted uh, Tommy Harris and uh, Tank Johnson in the same draft, and it just it ended up being a really good investment because if one of them didn't work out, the other one would have, and then it turned out that they both did. So this could be something where both of these guys are going to have a huge role in this team, just like those two guys did on that team. It's very exciting. Yeah. No, I think they went out and did a good thing doubling up on defensive tackle. I mean, a little tidbit, my last mock draft actually was Donald Wright, first round, Gervin Dexter, our second pick, and Zach Pickens. So when I saw those picks come through, you know, I was happy. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Pickens gets a lot of the credit he really deserves. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it would be very interesting. Um, I I just wonder – whether or not one of any any of them on this line is that true alpha dog. I mean, even with uh, Walker, I know we we haven't got to him yet, but even with Walker, I just wonder, do we have that one dominant piece to where offenses would concentrate on him, which would allow the others to flourish? That's what I'm. That's what I was hoping for in free agency by uh, signing a, a nice defensive end or something like that someone that can draw the attention of the uh, offensive coordinator to where he's trying to game plan against that guy, then the other guys can uh, flourish off of that. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%, PJ. Uh, right now, I feel like on paper, we have no you know alpha male, right. like you said. Now, can somebody turn into that? Of course. Yeah, I agree. It really depends. But just looking at the numbers and how things are going, we don't know. Yeah, no one's drilled it so far in their career. Yeah. So, I, I, t- I tend to have the problem, too, where I start getting too homerish, going, yeah, we have the pieces. We, 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 we've got this. You know, oh, you know, I, I'm thinking about the Ryan Pace era, but it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe they know something that we don't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to acknowledge that, I, that they know more than I do about the situation. So, yeah, they've got it. And then it was just like, oh, shit, this team is terrible. And they're, they're fighting for their lives by week six. And it's like, I don't want to get too homerish thinking the same way about this. I can uh, honestly say I've never said that about the Ryan Pace area era that they knew they probably know something that I don't. I never said that. I've said that about some other eras, <laughs> but not with that one there. I was like not in not in the beginning though. You didn't in the beginning? No. Get out of here, dude. When he was executive of the year, you didn't think, well shit, this guy's got some shit going on. Because I like I said before, the whole thing with that season, trick plays. And I know you cannot sustain success with trick plays. And then when I found out that he actually, Matt Nagy, that is, didn't practice the plays, he'll just like have him do a walkthrough of the play, not ever like really practice it and rep it to where you work out the kinks. He didn't do any of that. I was like, oh, no, that's just a recipe for disaster. And true enough, that what happened. So. But I'm, ta- yeah. I'm not talking about Nagy. I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. I'm talking about pace. Well, that's at the time I mean. when he went out and got Khalil Mack, you were like, "Well, shit, he 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 better have this quarterback position right." And that's when a lot of us fans either hated it or they were like, "Okay, I can get behind this kid and I can support him, and I, I, I can see something to him with the right." You know, and then Nagy, of course, so, fuck, I just said his name. Again. I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. 
he screwed oh. that thing up. But it, for for that brief moment in Pace's career, when he was executive of the year or GM of the year, it seemed like, okay, I can trust this guy next year kind of a thing. You didn't get that feeling from that year? No? No. Okay. I'm a fan of Mac. I like Mac. I like Mac. And I was like, okay, we got Mac, but we gave up what to get him. Okay. Then, if you remember, uh, Roquan set out uh, all training camp or something like that to where he was late coming in to where he wasn't really effective in that first Green Bay game. So, I wasn't a big fan of pace. I mean, I thought he was doing okay, but I wasn't like, ooh, ooh. No, because I'm like, okay, how does these pieces work? Because our speed, our speed wide receiver was what five foot eight, uh, Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. no, no, no. And again, the old line, they really didn't. I mean, so no. Uh, I, yeah. I how about you? Well, ever did you ever have any? I mean, Ryan Pace is a guy who just can't, you know, think past four inches in front of his own face and doesn't see the big picture. He's not building for longevity. He wants to win now. And he didn't even do that good. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. The the Mac trade was okay. I mean, the player himself was great. Yeah. But the assets he gave him to get him, and then on top of it, signing him to that huge contract, he's just cutting himself off of the knees. Exactly. Exactly. And to that point, up until then, Trubisky had not shown us anything. He played played 12 games a year before, and Fox didn't do anything to develop him. So it's not like you're like, oh, yeah, he's ready to bust out next year. No. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, eh, I don't know exactly what his plans was. The thing is, Trubisky could have been serviceable, but Nagy kind of just didn't know how to handle him. And I mean, nobody knew how to handle him, really. They were just the yeah. line leading the line there for the most part. Honestly, though, and I mean, because I, I'm not going to say I'm a fan of Trubisky. I thought he was okay. But I think had he had Getsy as his offensive coordinator, he would have done a lot better than what he done with Nagy. Oh, probably. I, I think anyone's better than Nagy, honestly. That, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I just think he needed that type of offense, that run-heavy offense, to where he could then do a play action off of that. And I think he would have been fine and, and to grow off of that. But so, yeah, to say that I was a big fan of Pace, nah. Nah, because he did hire he did hire Nagy. Matt Kedro says Pace had to win now. He knew he messed up with Mitch and put all that money into the Mac trade to mask the mistake. Hmm. Mm. That's, yeah, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, see, you could say that. <laughs> but, 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 but let, let's look at that. I mean, that's a good point, Matt. But if you look at that that whole idea there, it's like, okay, you, you, you sign Mac to mask the mess up with Mitch. However, the mess, the mess up with Mitch is thinking that he's a Patrick Mahomes that can throw the ball 40 times a game. He's not that guy. How you mask it is, oh, we now going to run the ball 40 times a game. That's how you mask it. And that's what, uh, according to Matt Nagy himself, I didn't come here to run an I formation or the T formation, whatever he said. It's like, 
Okay, so he doesn't even really want to run the ball. So you can't mask Mitch by having this defense, but still throwing the ball 40 times a game. So it was it just it just didn't line up on what they needed to do to be successful. Yeah, and at the time of the draft, Patrick Mahomes wasn't the Patrick Mahomes we have today. Let's let's be you know 100 honest with that. Yeah. And you know, like we said last week, he wouldn't have done that if he if the Bears drafted him instead of Trubisky and brought him into this uh, that team, he wouldn't have put up the same success he did in Kansas City. That's a whole other ball of wax to get into on another day, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I think like I think I said last week, I think the key to Mahomes having success in Kansas City was a lot to do with Alex Smith. Alex Smith being the quarterback that he was, uh, I think, really helped Mahomes. Had Trubisky been behind Alex Smith, I think that would have helped him as well. Because to me, Alex Smith was a really good quarterback. Um, I yeah. ain't saying great, but he was he was good for the system that they had there. His only downfall was his arm wasn't very strong. Yeah. Foster's on the long road to nowhere. Where the hell are you going, dude? <laughs> Don't talk. Just drive safe. He's going to Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going up to Green Bay to buy a an old car. <laughs> well, let me let me address um, kids here real quick. He says now you are talking about Matt Nagy's offense, uh, not Pace's player selection. Two different things, PJ. Well, here's the thing. I'm talking about Matt Nagy's offense. Because Pace chose him. And I'm sure in the interview he asked him what was what type of offense are you gonna bring here and what 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 is your vision on this team? So that therein lies the issue right there. I think that's where he messed up at okay. This is he should have said, no, this is not the way we need to do this guy because he's not that guy. That's the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to remember too. Both uh, that goes hand in hand. Ryan Pace's picks and Matt Nagy's offense, because you know they're having conversations on who's who are we going to bring in, who do we have, how is he going to do this, or how is he going to fit in here. So you know they had that conversation. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, especially doing that after that Fox era. He like, okay, I want to go get my guy. My guy is who, the guy who wants to throw the ball forty times a game and come up with trick plays. That's your choice? No. And, no. and Retro, Retro says Mahomes would have been ruined in Chicago. Watson, too. Well, Watson mm-hmm. would have ruined the Bears with that all that sexual allegation shit with his massage parlors. That would have tarnished the team as we – I mean, that would have been the worst stain on the team ever. And they would have that would not have looked good for them. So it was a good thing that they didn't. But – Mahomes, you're right. They might have ruined him because they just don't know how to develop a quarterback. They don't know what one is to go, we're going to use this guy as our – we're going to make him a superstar. It's just strange, Well, at least well, until now. I mean, I, I, again, I'm sorry for going off on this tangent, but my, my thought is – because I know he's always been talking about defensive line. But the thing is, think about it. We brought in Glennon to groom Mitch. Glennon made it to four games. Four mm-hmm. games. So now you put this guy who's only played 13 games in college into this offense, and we got him throwing the ball a lot. Oh, no, no, I'm, I stand corrected. 
we got him throwing the ball very minimum under Fox. So Fox is not developing him at all. He's like, hey, don't turn the ball over. Throw the ball just nine times. I mean, was that the Carolina game? Oh, we only threw it nine times and we still won the game. Just hand the ball off. Yeah. So how are you developing this guy? You're not. So that's what I'm saying. He didn't have a plan. So the or the plan they had was a bad plan by having him being behind Glennon. Like I said before, you should have had him behind Hoyer or even McCown. One of those two guys would have been better than Glennon. But, okay, you messed up that year. So then the next year, you bring in this guy who's, again, the opposite of Fox and doing this all, does it the, the total wrong way. That's what I'm saying. It's like there was no forethought. It's like, what's your plan, bro? What's your plan? I don't think there was a plan. I think it's just we're, we're going to throw something at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> right. Like, I really don't even think that, you know, when you say uh, we should be, we should be talking about the defensive line tonight and you're talking about the Trubisky and all that shit. Everyone in chat has been talking about food. It's like they're waiting for us to start talking about food. <laughs> I think it's just that time of the season where everyone's like, I've seen so much shit about this that it's just like, I like when you guys talk food. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to food, guys. Hold on. We're trying to do so we're trying to do a Bears podcast here. We'll get to the food. <laughs> and uh, Retro is right. Uh, Fox was blindsided by the uh, pick. I mean, he didn't even know. I mean, I think he said he thought they was getting what the uh, safety uh, that the Jets picked up. I mm -hmm. think that's that's who he, he was hoping for or thinking they was getting. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, you the GM. How you not let your head coach know, hey, we're going to get this guy. I right. don't care if he does talk. I mean, I guess the rumor was he was afraid that Fox was going to leak it out. I'm like, okay, here's the deal. Uh, John, you leak this out, you're out of a job. We don't need we don't need you doing this because again, to not tell your head coach is beyond crazy to me. Mm -hmm. I'm drafting this franchise quarterback, supposedly, and I can't tell my head coach because I'm a wor I'm worried about him leaking it out. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm not no, I wasn't no, I'm I wasn't a fan of pace. I'm like, okay. Is is it like he 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 knew he was gonna fire Fox at the end of that season, so he didn't want to tell him because I mean why wouldn't he tell his coach that that doesn't make any sense. Well, they said because they, he he was afraid that Fox was going to leak it to the press or something that we're looking at a quarter. I'm like, what does that matter? You got the number two, you got the number three pick, so. Okay, so somebody else takes Trubisky. Pick one of the other ones. Because he thought he was the smartest guy in the room. He's like, listen, guys, nobody knows about Trubisky. Right. Trubisky is the next Joe Montana. Hey, and not only that. This gets leaked. He drives a camera. <laughs> he made the reservations under Jim McMahon. <laughs> you had me at McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it didn't make no sense to me at all, man. I'm just, yeah. okay. He's gone. We don't have to worry about him anymore. So it doesn't look like we're gonna have Foster tonight. He's like driving on a fucking endless road somewhere in the middle of who Wisconsin. knows where. Wisconsin. Yeah, he's up he in Packerland. He did say he was in Packerland, so yeah. 
STC says, I hope Travis Bell is a beast and makes another good addition. That, thank you for bringing that up, STC. Because he could easily be a, an unsung hero of this season. If everything goes right, this team could be 11-6, and six, as we predicted. They could make it to the playoffs. Anything could happen in the playoffs. They could win the Super Bowl. It just pat me on the back right now for saying it. And tra- can you please get this guy off the show? I mean, my goodness, what was he talking? Man, talk about drinking the Kool Aid. What? BJ, is he in Florida or Never Neverland? <laughs> That's where he's at. Never Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my goodness hey man what's the point of being a fan if you don't think you can win the super bowl this year what do you guys just think oh if you don't have high hopes of winning the super bowl every year especially when you actually have a team that you think can compete and and from that point what no matter anything could happen if they if they remain healthy a couple things go right obviously justin fields takes the next step bada boom bada bing holy shit we got, a, we got an MVP of the league in Justin Fields and a Super Bowl MVP in Justin Fields. And uh, Brian Robinson had – Dominique Robinson, damn it, had 14 sacks last year because he was the guy that nobody was looking for. I mean, any, it could happen. Yeah, you could win the lottery too. And more importantly, you could learn how to dance. Do I see either one of those things happening? Don't now, even, here's the thing. Don't, don't even tap me. Now, here we go. I think you do a shadow box in your spare time. You just gotta, you gotta, just gotta dance with me. No, no, Teach no. me the moves, PJ. Teach me the moves. I'm saying, you, you do you like? Uh, Shadow box in your spare time. I mean, because that's what you look like you was doing. Like, <laughs> oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I'm sorry that I gave him that idea, Walt. Oh, sorry, let's, Walt let's just let's let's try it out. Here, let's try it out. That works. That might that might be it. <laughs> He pulls himself. <laughs> no, no, you get your ass back here. You get your ass back here and deal with this, PJ. I'm going to torture you some more. Here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. No, I mean. One of these days, Walt's just going to, like, stand up and just be like. <laughs> I see him shrugging his shoulders earlier, so man, I, I, I get it. But yeah. see, here's the thing. We got you. We got you, Walter. You cannot put it on air that you predicting the Bears will win the Super Bowl this year. I wasn't predicting. I said it could happen. Oh yeah, that's, well, that's pontificating right there at its finest. Okay. okay, all right. Well, so you just can't just put it out there like that. I can pontificate it. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I think we could make the playoffs, maybe win a game or two, but Super Bowl right now, I don't think so. Sometimes that team just comes out of nowhere. 
it would take a lot of uh, people playing beyond what they have ever played before. Yeah, for that to happen. And, exactly, it could and, happen. Anything's I mean, possible. It could, sure. it, it, it could happen. But if I was a betting man, would I bet on it? No. If it was uh, fifty to one odds, I would. What are the Every odds? It's fifty to one odds, I bet on the Bears winning the Super Bowl. I know somebody's a better out there. So look at the Vegas odds and what are the Bears' uh, odds of winning right now? Let's see. Mrs. Shorty, you like to, you like to pontificate. My next target. Uh-oh, he's going to send me something in, in an email. He's going to make a pontification video. Let's see, Bears odds to win the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. Current odds of the Bears to win the Super Bowl are... Sick pl- Wait, what? What does plus sixty six hundred mean? It's it means that it's a better. I mean, it's worse odds than what fifty to one is. Oh, I'm I would definitely bet on that. That's what I put a hundred bucks on it. I don't bet, but if they're so, for example, the twenty six uh, two thousand six. No, it, it may it may have been two thousand five. One of those two seasons, they were. Uh, a fifty to one to win the Super Bowl. It was actually the, the twenty ten season was another one. They were fifty to one to win the Super Bowl the year before that. I put a hundred bucks down on it, and they went to the freaking championship game and lost to the Packers. So another reason for me to that I, that that just broke me in half because of that. It was Whoa. only a hundred bucks that I lost, but I could have won five thousand dollars. So if if they're fifty to oh no, I'm sorry. It wasn't that. It was the it was the Nagy era. So in in twenty in Nagy's first. Damn it! Now I have to do the. You know what? I, I said it. My own self. I have to have it ready. I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. I'm not even going to. When he took over the team, they were fifty to one. I put a hundred bucks down on them. They made it to the playoffs with a twelve and four record. We all can agree if that double doink, which was actually a blocked field goal, by the way. Mm-hmm. If they would have won that game, they might have had the momentum to actually get to the Super Bowl with that, with the way that defense was playing under Fangio and and the gimmicky offense was working. It could have been that season, so it could happen. That, I'm, all I'm saying is, if I'll they are actually sixty-six to one, if, if I'm reading that correctly, I would I would put a hundred bucks down on it again. Uh, I'll give you this much. I think if we had won that game we would have been in good shape because I think Eddie Jackson would have been healthy enough to play the next game because he did miss that game. So I think it would have been heavy and it probably would have made a difference. Uh, however, uh, where we're at right now, I don't think, I mean, don't get me wrong. Every game we go into, I'm going to, I'm hoping the bears win. But just outside looking in, I don't think we have the horses yet to really compete for a Super Bowl. Hmm. Fair enough. You guys got your uh, your, your your game caps on here. You got your thinking I'm, caps on here, guys. I'm ready. I'm ready. Random trivia time. Walter Payton led the NFC. In rushing yards five times. But how many times did he lead the NFL, 
the NFL in rushing yards? Answer A, 1, B, 2, C, 3, or D, 4. How many times did they lead the NFL in rushing yards? What you got, Walt? Hmm. I'm going to go with B. Is it B as in boy? Yep. Two. Mm-hmm. Two. Waltz. All right. I'm going with a retro uh, with C, three. Okay. Retro's got three. Walt has B, two. What do you guys say in chat? What do you guys? What do you got? What? Come on, chat. What's what's your answer here? How many times did Walter Payton lead the NFL in rushing yards? One, two, three, or four times? Matt Kedro says C three times. Cliff Victoria yeah, yeah. says, "Oops, Doug Van, Dor- Doug Van Dorn says three times." Cliff Victoria says one time. Matt Kedro says C three most times. Saying, most people are saying three. Uh, three, I see. Mm-hmm. Squeegee's saying D four times. What, what did May- you say? What, what did you say, uh, Shorty? I haven't guessed yet. Oh, okay. All right. uh, Mr. Mayhem says three times. Mark Kazak says uh, C three times. I'm going to guess. Um, what's up, Plank? Bear down, Plank. Bear down, Plank. Thanks for joining us. You want to take your guess at this question before we give you the answer? King Buka t- World says B. Two times. He's with Matt. I mean, uh, Walt. I'm sorry. King Buka, thanks for joining us. So let's see. We got. Um, let's see who's right on this. I'm gonna. You want. You want to guess this? Okay. So Plank says B. So how many times did he lead the NFL in rushing yards? I'm gonna say C three. Let's find out what the answer is. I don't know what these are. I'm gonna hold it up. Let's see. A, one. Wow. 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 James Ford, thanks for joining wow. us, James. He said three as well. We we're who who guessed A? Let's see. No here. one. No one did. Oh, we were they, all wrong. Yeah, it's hard to believe he only ran. Was that the two thousand yard season? Didn't he have a two? No, he didn't have a two thousand yard season. He had, a no, he had like an 1800 yard season. Yeah, he had a 275 yard game against Minnesota. I remember that. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Okay. So he only led the league in rushing one time. Wow. Cliff, wait, did Cliff say what? Cliff Let's said A. Let's go back. What did Cliff say? Where's Cliff? Yes, Cliff? he did say one. Yes, he did. Oh, you're Cliff. Good job, dude. Cliff is the man. We got to bring you on the club. We got to bring you on the show there, Cliff. Oh, wait. <laughs> The little nay isn't ready yet. Oh yeah, he's got to get his swimming pool finished yeah, first. So he yeah, can, yeah. Okay. He made a swimming pool with his computer. He got wait. He, he got wait till the moon falls in his backyard or something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Doug Van Dorn says, but the more important fa- uh, stat for us to remember is that in Peyton's first ten seasons, the Bears were above five hundred only twice. So a superstar does not does not a great team make. It's true. I mean, Barry Sanders. Kind of a good example of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like Foster's not joining us tonight. He's like Absolutely. driving to freaking San Francisco or something. I'm going to San Francisco. Retro says Cliff is the guy from SNL. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> oh, man. So, Age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah. So I didn't wanted to. You know I knew that, did you? That song? I assumed you knew it. You're, you're, it's what I want. Actually, I wanted to ask you that question. Like, what's your favorite? What do you listen to? Like, what's your, you like uh, Motown? You, you, you strike me as a Motown guy. Nah, not really. No, um, I listen to R and B, a little bit of rap, gospel, uh, jazz. Uh, yeah. That's about my genre. A little bit of pop. A uh, little bit of country. A little bit of rock and roll. Country? I lied. Rap? I lied. What, what, so what kind of rap? Like, uh, wait, can I guess? Easy E? I like big butts. I'm like, oh. <laughs> How about uh, woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that it had to be in Compton soon. I got to get drunk before the day begins, before my mother starts bitching about my friends. You know what? I'll tell you what. Quick story. <laughs> when I was in Korea, uh, 1988, I heard for the first time this rapper called Dana Dane. For those of you who know Dana Dane, he's out of, I think, New York. I heard him with Cinderella. I thought that was so interesting because mind you when we was in korea it was like really different back then it was like really different so mm -hmm. to hear american music so i i started liking a rapper called dana dane the song of cinderella 1988. Hmm. that would definitely do it to you not having been around american music for so long and then oh, there's like oh Oh, this is this is American rap. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Walt? What? What? You strike me as a Slayer guy. <laughs> um, you know, I really don't listen to a lot of music, nope. and uh, my wife thinks I'm a little crazy because I don't. <laughs> oh, if I if I had to pick anything though, you know, I actually listen to a lot of classical music. It's just something about that time period and. Uh, you know that, that that style and the instruments that is just kind of soothing. Mm-hmm. I, you uh, know, I, I'm sorry. I got a uh, super chat from Retro. Retro. The first four dollars a BCP has ever made has come from you, Retro. Thank you so much. You are the man. You are the man. To answer the question, where was I stationed in Korea? I was stationed in. Tegu, which is now changed the name to Daegu, I think. Uh, Camp Henry is where I was at, which is like southern part, or like you're in the middle of South Korea. I wasn't on the, uh, I wasn't down in like Pusan or up on the uh, DMZ. I wasn't there. I was like in the middle of the country. Uh, Camp Henry, Tegu, Te Korea. Doran. The 1988 Olympics. Wow. 88 Olympics. Wow. How old were you then? Not as old as Foster. 
man. <laughs> Owens is old as Foster. I don't even have him here to defend himself. <laughs> okay, then you're right. He's not here. I should just say that. My fault. Bring Foster here if I can see it. <laughs> he, he, he must – maybe he got to his destination because he, he, he took off the, uh, the road trip <laughs> screen that he had going on for us to show us the straight road he was driving on in <laughs> somewhere in Wisconsin. <laughs> He was kidding with us before the show. He said, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Green Bay, doing the show from my phone tonight." And I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun." <laughs> you traitor! What are you doing up in? Yeah. Get his bond when he ready. Doug, or Doug, Plank. Doug Plank. I'm thinking of Doug Plank, but Plank. Two dollars super chat. Thank you, oh, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Blank. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, yes, I, I appreciate it. Uh, it's been seven years in the army, so yeah, it was a good times, good times, good times, good times. Seven years in the army, so you actually went back. I mean, time I back but I mean, when your time was up, you decided to keep yeah. going in it. Yeah, well, you know, I was young and dumb. Did it pay off for you at all, though? I once saw a video of somebody made a video of uh, this is what it's like to be in the army and they take a, a a bolt that's like sticking up out of a piece of metal like a tire bolt like like a where you um, that you put your tire onto um, the hell, what is the hell is it called uh, a, a lug nut right right and they 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 cut the lug nut off they or no, they, they like drill a hole and then they tap it and then they put a screw in it and take the screw out and then they they weld the hole shut and then redrill the hole again and tap it and they say this is what it's like being in the army. It's like basically you're just like doing mundane bullshit for no reason. Like there was no reason for you to drill a hole and tap it and then and then and then and then uh weld the hole shut and then redrill it and tap it. That's just like their analogy of being in the in the army now um before we retro, get to, uh, hold on retro thank you so wow pcp's first eight dollars this is amazing guys you guys this is a historic night this is seriously a historic night thank I'll you this. i'll say this i want to address uh retro in a, in a second here with that uh camp bonus uh but in the uh army it's like you it's a hurry up and wait Yes. It's like, you know, they rush you to do this, you know, hurry up and get here, and then you'll be waiting. And because sometimes they need to create work for you to do, so they'll have you drill a hole, fill it, redrill a hole, just so they can have you uh, be able to have something to do. Now, Camp Boniface, much respect to uh, Retro, because Camp Boniface was on the DMZ, they had, they had to sleep in their clothes. They uh, were right there on the DMZ to where the North Koreans were like right there spying, I mean, looking at them at all times. So at the drop of a dime, they had to be ready to fight. So much respect. I mean, I, I give me and Retro go back and forth, but much respect for Camp Boniface. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I heard stories about Camp Boniface and yeah. Hats off to you, bro. 
And thank you for your generous donation, Retro. That's awesome. Doug, uh, Doug says, my dad joined the army in 1943 and had orders cut to send him to OCS when he insisted he was not staying in. Told him to take their officer training and shove it up their asses. <laughs> officer candidate school. OCS. Yes. Plank says, thank you for your service as well, Retro and Bear Down. So thank you everyone for their service and thank you for your service as well, PJ. Oh, you're welcome. I'm going to charge, you, I'm gonna charge you a super chat after a while. <laughs> once we hit, once we hit uh, the black, you know, maybe <laughs> we can at least even out here. <laughs> oh man, you between you and PJ and I, I and PJ. Walt. I mean, look at Walt. You can, you look what he's charging me. You can tell by looking at him. He's like, "It's hundred dollars an hour." He's like, "He's like, this needs to be two hundred dollars an hour." You see, you see that <laughs> shirt he's wearing, don't you? Yeah, Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mess you up, man. No play with him. Do you like? You do you like the new series? Yeah, yeah. I've watched pretty much every episode. I, I, don't, I think they're supposed to be doing another season. I could be wrong though. I think they are. I think it's it's still going. Well, that's good. I'll watch it. Yeah, I watch it too. It's pretty decent. Yeah, I love it because they they totally homage the '80s movies. Yeah, I mean they it's I they pay a they pay a good tribute to it. I think they did a, did a great job with it. Agreed. Damn. Agreed. Wait, wait, Retro has more to say here. He's Retro says thank you, PG. That means a lot. I respect you as well for everything you've done, military and law enforcement. Thank you for your donation, Retro. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys ever get a chance, read up on uh, Camp Boniface. I'm telling you, when I because I read I read up on it, and that was some like eye opening stuff. I mean, think about it. Have to be ready at a moment's notice to where you have to uh, sleep in your uniform, have everything just. I mean, just be ready to go to where I think you can only take. If I remember correctly, I think they said one person can take a shower at a time because they can't have you. I mean, they can't have you know people off. I mean, it's like you on the ready at all times. I mean, to be on that high state of alert is just incredible. For those of you who ever served in any type of military, uh, law enforcement, whatever, to be in that state state of mind on steady ready, it's stressful. So that's what I'm saying. So much respect for uh, Retro for being there, man. Much respect. I mean, and that, that includes the climate that you're in too, that you have to take into account. You, know, oh, you could yeah. be an area where you have jungle rot. You could be an area where it's just awful dust, desert, heat and climate and dust and wind everywhere. I mean, it's the some it could be some of the worst places on earth that you're stuck in all that gear, wearing all that. And keep in mind, they're, they're, they do have tunnels. I mean, you know, we don't you know, we don't really talk about that, but they had tunnels leading from North Korea into South Korea and these guys traveling in the tunnels. So again, man, it's I'm telling you, I man, much respect, much respect, much respect, respect. And thank you again for your service, Retro. That's that's crazy that from hearing PJ say that that's that's much respect for sure. Yeah. What is Foster? Foster's in chat. How can I? Yeah. He said he's uh, he says he's having a signal problem. 
He can't get stream. How do I get? He can't get StreamYard. That's weird. Not even through the Twitter link that I sent you. Uh, oh, he he's just trying to take the night off. That's all. Yeah. He said he right. has like a he has like a video of somebody driving on the road that he found. He's like, I'm just showing this, just to get off. Not <laughs> being on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go meet my hot date in Canada. So yeah, that's why I was at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is uh an ex this is an interesting show without Foster because his uh antics are like <laughs> where the hell is Foster? <laughs> man. Kenny says, have you ever seen the movie Outpost? It's a true story similar to what you're saying. U.S. base set at ground levels surrounded 360 degrees by Taliban territory. Highly recommended. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? No, I, I haven't seen it. I'm just saying, it just puts you in a whole nother mindset because it's like, you know, to, to make it resonate for me. Think about uh, Jack Nicholson and what was that? Uh, help me out. Help me out, Walt. Uh, Which one? A, a few good men. Oh, Jack yeah. Nicholson. When you talk about being on that wall, how you're, uh, you know, stationed on that wall, then, you know, it takes a rare person to be on that wall. To be in that mindset, I mean, to where stuff can happen just like that. So to be in that mindset, 24 hours a day. Was it a few good men or uh, officer and a gentleman? No, that's a Richard Gere officer and a general. I, mean, I was confused the two. It was a, a Tom Cruise, um, Jack Nicholson, a few good men, where he was talking about being, I think they were in Cuba or something. They were, they were somewhere down there like that. And it's like, again, you have your regular people serving then you have these particular set of people who is on that high alert at all times that takes it to a whole nother level to where that's why it's like that's why i say i have a lot of respect for the guys who are really in the thick of it 24 hours a day seven days a week that takes a lot of stress on your body your mind all that so Man, this incredible. Good night, uh, good good night, Plank. Uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you, Plank. But yeah, so yeah, it, it's just some some incredible. I just again have respect for that type of thing uh, where people put their lives in that situation, and it's like it, 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 it's a lot. It truly is. It's a lot. No, it definitely is. You know, uh, just to go back to what we were talking about earlier, uh, one thing I did notice, oh, hey, Foster, uh, hey. is that the, the defense seems to have a uh, a much better conditioning regimen. Uh, and I noticed that last year yes. in Aggie, yes. we'd play yeah. two quarters great, and then the other, the back half of the game, we'd be just sitting in the dirt. But let's think about that, though. Remember when Nagy was here, and I think it was a preseason, he didn't really play – the uh, starters that long. He only played them a little bit and said uh, 
something about callous. You know, we got to get callous, and we didn't get callous. And it was like the first few games of the season, we were sucking. I mean, it was like, man, you know, we, we wasn't playing like we were grown accustomed to. But then last year, to your point, I think, I mean, we didn't have the talent, but we had, I, I mean, the, the effort was there. So it makes a difference, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, it was just watching every game. You sit there, it's like, okay, we got two quarters in the books. We're doing great halftime comes around. And I don't know what they do in between, but they're doing something wrong. Right. Foster, have you finally hit it? have you finally parked into a tree? <laughs> no, I'm actually sitting in my car in the driveway because the friends I'm at there, there's a bunch of furniture. I was helping them straighten some stuff out, man. So that, and I was looking at my car. I was I drove over oh, by the oh, car, oh. and then I lost connection, dude. Then yeah. I went to two bars. I went to two bars right here because I, I am in the heart of Packer country, dude, and they're both. They're both not open on Thursdays, man. So, going, wow, I could I could have went back. I could have went back because there was a bunch of other bars in the town prior that they had the Packer signs all lit up and stuff. And I, and I'm going, eh, you know. But just trying what, to take care of, of some things more than that. What kind of uh, Wisconsin bars not open on a Thursday? I don't know. There's two of them right here, man. Huh. What you doing trying to go to? I kid, a bar? I kid you not, because I. What? They're open. They're open like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and like Wednesday or something. Well, why are you trying to go to a bar? I was gonna go talk to some Green Bay Packers fans, man. Oh, okay. They probably saw Foster just lock the door. (laughs) (laughs) Both of them. Then they called the one down the street, dude. If you see this dude coming, lock the fucking door because we know. We've seen him around town before. We don't know what he's up to, but he's always walking around town smiling. Lock the we're, door. We're finally starting to get to Walt, guys. Look what happened there. Yep. yep. Was, congratulations, Walt. That was good, Walt. That was good, man. That was good. That was good. Yeah. You are now, you are now hey, part of the hey, Walt, club. Well, we all knew you had it in you, brother. And we're just you're in now. You're you're sucked in now. It's over done. Sorry. <laughs> We didn't mean to do any harm, but it's all good. <laughs> and, I, and I was listening to you guys because I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting, a lot of the, I didn't catch it all because it was fading in and out. Walter, when you were talking about uh, pace and the, and a few things were like, yeah, they never gave him a chance. I don't remember what it was. I'm sitting there shaking my head going, man, I wish I could tell him fucking right, that bastard. Because I, I don't know if you remember, this is probably 20 or 30 minutes ago you guys were talking about uh, the different regimes that we're in and uh, executive of the year. And I forget the statements, but I was just like, I think PJ, you mentioned something about, cause I was real, even though he pays one that executive of the year, I was skeptical right. too with him, man. I don't know. Never mind. But I, everything that you guys are talking about, like 90, I'm a Homer. Cause I'm going to agree with about 95% of it, man. You know? So that was some good stuff too, man. I wish I wouldn't have been cutting in and out, but I, I, I'm fuck. I'm here, man. I just can't even I, I, find a Green Bay Packer. I can find a bunch of Bears fans in the middle of Green Bay Packer territory right now. I'm not kidding you not. I got there's like five or six of them down the block here, but they're all <laughs> from Chicagoland. They all moved up here from Chicagoland. I like. And I'm like here. fifty miles south of Rhinelander, Wisconsin. If anybody knows where that is, is. yeah, yeah. I'm up. Like I'm that. up there. I'm up there a little bit. 
I got to ask, did you see the uh, tornadoes yesterday? I, I, you want to hear something funny? My dumb ass, I drove right into one at 7 o'clock. Scared the oh, hell out of me, man. I just when I got on the road. <laughs> I get in the car, I just get on the highway warning, I look over, I'm going, oh my god, that looks exactly like like three funnel clouds coming together. I don't know if it was, but I've 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 driven this country a lot, I've seen a lot of stuff. And I don't care if they marked it or not, but there was three little tornadoes that came to one somewhere up I don't know, I want to say Glenview area, but it, it could be I could be wrong. It it was north northeastern Illinois. I don't know if they hit anything. I know some damage was done, like in the city and stuff, but I don't know up there. But it was scary, and then then it got really bright, and then it got really bad, and then things poured, and I'm doing 30 miles an hour, and you know normally everybody's doing 75, so you know it was bad when people are doing 35 on uh, the tollway 94. So, uh, and then I got real lucky because I just followed the light northwest. As I went up 90, you know, 34, 50, 45 or whatever it is. Hmm. I don't know if you know. It doesn't matter, but. Yeah, a little break. But I got matter. some Packers fans, too, and I haven't, man. I, I'm going to see if I can record some because I'm going to try and catch some of these guys tomorrow night. Well, look at what Doug's saying, Foster. <laughs> so, you should go spy on the Packers fans in the bars. Pretend to be a Packers fan, but say you're worried as hell about love. See what they say and how it changes as they get drunk. That would be hilarious because we could take the logo off the screen so that nobody knows. I could even change the the background so you don't even see, see the blue and orange. Just change it to like a. I don't. Do it. I'll go in background. there and tell them I'm a Bears fan. Like and I think the logo is a piece of crap. Let's see what they do. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> right, get everyone get get, get, up, get all of my freaking Bears podcast to talk shit about love. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm not trying to see. What oh, that would be, wouldn't don't, it? Don't do that, man. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. I'm not trying to see you get beat up, bro. I did. Hey, PJ, I did that. I did that a couple weeks ago. I don't do that every month. I only get beat up once a month, man. It's, you know. I'm just saying, man. I mean, you know. But you, know, I'm I, I, you go in there talking about. No, you know, I wouldn't. Love, love sucks. I, I wouldn't. Then, you know, I, I'm like, man. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'd go in there. I'd go in there, and this is what I planned on doing. I was hoping to go to this place right here because they've been open. I know they are open sometimes, man. And the, somebody told me, oh, you can't even count on the sign. If there's people, they're open. If there's not, they're closed. So, but I'd love to go in there and just say, hey, man, I'm from the Chicagoland area, and I'm a Bears fan. I want to get your take on Jordan Love. What, what's up with the Packers? What's up with the Bears? What do you think? You know, all that shit. That's what I, I'd want to do. I'm going to try and do that. I'm still going to try and do that. So I'll record yeah, it if I do. I don't know how good it'll be, but we'll record it. I got somebody to record for me. <laughs> James Ford says, Foster, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, 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 here's another thing, man. And this is coming up. I got, we're going to do one finally, PJ. It's at Possum's Pub in Franklin Park. There's going to be a, a party with Foster night on a, on a Saturday night if anybody wants to make it. I'll get more details definitely on the next show. Give out the people that I promised a couple recipes to to, to also because I keep hearing shit. That'd be so cool. I want to throw that out there before I forget because I we, we kind of stopped talking about that damn, but it was still on the back burner the whole time, and now I kind of oh, yeah, got it set up at my discretion. Yeah. So I can pick my Saturday night and and we'll let anybody know if anybody's interested. We'll do it. That'd be fun. No, of course. Or I we can all you. drive up to Green Bay, man. I got a van, nine people, and we'll go there. No, 
<laughs> hey, folks, I know you uh, did some yes, uh, cameo. I know you did some cameos in a few movies and whatnot. I was wondering. I seen uh, sixty-five, no. sixty-five million DC. W- were you in that? Foster's life story. Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> no, I was in eighty-five million BC. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt Kedro. how's the Matt how's the Kevlar covered uh, gondolas going? Yeah, he's, Matt, Matt's saying they had tornadoes <laughs> two blocks away from him in Canada. Wow, I'm I'm curious to know how many tornadoes you get up there, Matt. That's that's the only one I've ever had. Yeah, right. I know, I know, because I was there, right, PJ? Man. <laughs> I see your face, dude. I'm trying, trying to tell you, man. Yeah. So what, what what were you guys, you know, getting into? Because I interrupted all this shit with my crap. I was going, man, I shouldn't even bother bothering these guys because we might have, like, a good show for once, but here I am. <laughs> well, you missed in the beginning. I was uh, explaining the the – the, the new and exciting thing sure. going on with DCP, which is the 27th. So in two weeks, we're having um, um, Alex Shapiro from NBC Sports Chicago is going to be a guest on the show. And I would like everyone who has been on the show before or who would like to be on the show to email me to join that so that we can bring you guys in. We'll have you guys kind of in the background and pull you guys in Um for to, to specifically ask one or two questions, depending on how, however many people we have that want to join the show. So, Matt, I'd, I'd like you to join. I'm sure you'll be there for that. Um, to have well, you guys can come on, ask Alex Shapiro one or two questions, depending on how many guests we have, depending on how long Alex wants to be on. But then you guys can interact with him yourself and get up, get a straight up face to face answer from him as far as what you want to know, because this is going to be the day after training camp starts and they'll have a lot of information to, to give out to everybody. So what are they this, just is, this is shorts and t-shirts on the first day of training camp. Well, the first day is actually not the 26th. They just show up there. Oh, okay. Okay. But the next day, I think it's probably not in pads as well, but it, it's, right. it's still training camp is underway. Um, the topic of that show will kind of be something along the lines of, you know, who do you, who who do you think will stand out from training camp kind of a thing? It'll kind of be the the basis of the show. But I, you guys, I would love all of you guys from chat, anyone that wants to come on the show, to be able to have your opportunity to ask Alex Shapiro your own question face-to-face and get a face-to-face answer. So um, as it is at the bottom of the screen, you can email bearscountrypodcast at gmail.com to uh, – to join the show for that. So I, I look forward to seeing if you guys want to be a part of that. I think it'd be amazing. Um, one of the other things too, was that you missed foster was uh, PSF uh, pro sports fans has reached out to me to do um, basically a, a Manning cast type thing for the bears with what's looking to be a former NFL player. And it'll nice. be me and this former NFL player watching the game, it won't be live stream, but it'll just be on the, you know, we'll be watching it and talking about it like we are right now as if we're watching the game. But it'll be with yeah. um, a former player or some someone to that degree, maybe even a current journalist or something. So, Or even me. Uh, huh? Or even me. Or even, or even uh, PJ. But anyone, JP. anyone... 
anyone if you download that PSF app, uh, you go to Bears the Bears fans um, section, you'll be able to be a part of that show, just like you're a part of this one, where you can actually come in and talk to whoever I'm doing that live stream with, and you can talk to us in chat. You can talk to us. We have the ability to pull you in for video stream too. So, kind of exciting. Kind of an exciting day for BCP, and um, I know a lot of people kind of missed that in the beginning who are here now, so I wanted to re kind of bring that up. So if you have an um, an iPhone, you can download the PSF app, Pro Sports Fans app, to your phone. If you have an Android device, they're still working on that. Um, it's called Relevant, R-E-L-E-V-N-T, and then eventually when they do the update, that will uh, the branding will change over to PSF. Relevant is backed by Mike Tyson. So he's one of the investors in this company and pro sports fans isn't just bears. It's all sports for, you know, all every Chicago team, every Philadelphia team, every New York team. And um, you can you can, you know, go in and be a part of that for whatever fan base you are of. But for this particular one, the Bears, um, I will be one of the the hosts with a former player. So it's going to be exciting because. I, I look forward to that. I think we'll be able to get some some former players on the show just by doing that. I'm really excited about that opportunity. So yeah. we'll see what happens with that. But if you're interested in that, if you, if you, if you have an iPhone, PSF, Pro, Pro Sports fans, if you have an Android, R-E-L-E-V-N-T, relevant app. And that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's that's great news. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, thanks. It's I think it's going to be big. Yeah. Um, did you mention? Did you mention next week too? We're doing a little preview of the spring uh, of uh, training camp with Andrew Tarbell because he is he's got a podcast too, so he's going to be a guest next week. It's another thing that yes, we. Uh, I don't know if anybody's aware. Yeah, Andrew Tarhill, who has um, he has his own his own uh, YouTube channel, right? Right. Yes, I for yeah. I forgot the name. I apologize, Andrew. Sorry. Um, he has his own Bears uh, YouTube channel. Yep. And he'll be on the Very show. Very informative. Mm -hmm. Looking forward uh, to that, too. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got we got, we got got a bunch of, uh, of some really good things coming up, man. That's awesome. That's just awesome, man. And that's how it should be. Yeah. We're, work, we're working I, for this. We're trying to do, do this the right way. You're, you guys are just great, man. PJ, Dan, you guys are awesome, dude. Walter, I love it when you're on the show. I, I sat here going, man, I, and I really did. I'm like, I shouldn't even get on, man, because you were just, you guys were so, you and PJ were just so into the conversation. And I'm going, yup, yup, yup. I'm, I'm going, yup, yup. And then I'm like, fucking pace. And then, yup, yup, fucking pace. Sorry. But that's what I was doing as I'm driving. I don't even have the radio on. I'm listening to you guys. And I'm just like, people are probably looking at me. What the hell's the matter with this guy? Whatever. Look at I just showed up here. You thought you mentioned something about just showing up. I showed up. They locked the fucking doors. They locked me out of the house. I'm not kidding you, man. Everybody's going to sleep here. It's ten o'clock almost. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I remember being up at bars in Wisconsin in the winter in Snowmobile Land. Like uh, I think it was somebody was saying that in, earlier in chat. These you're up in um, Snowmobile Land up there. I remember Eagle the River, Rhinelander, the UP, all that. I mean, just beautiful up there. All night, man. Bar hopping on the snowmobiles. That's why the Wisconsin. Everyone in Wisconsin says they always complain that Illinois, Illinois, uh 
that the Wisconsin is their summer playground. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, used to, I used to come up here and destroy it once a summer, but I can't say anything about that now. Snail <laughs> Pine Valley don't like me. <laughs> Can you just Man. imagine Foster destroying anything right now? <laughs> no. Man. Only, 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 only your mind, PJ, by the words coming out of my mouth. That's about it. Man. Good night, Sweet. Right. Just set him up again. Good night, Sweet. Man. <laughs> Because, man, I can't have that visual. Push it, shorty. Push it good. Push it real good. No, I can't imagine that. Mm. Richard says, Foster, you were there when when Pangea broke up. (laughs) I don't even get that one. (laughs) It's biblical. I'm pretty sure Foster was there when they were naming dirt. (laughs) <laughs> Walter, Walter, right in came in right in under everybody with the best line yeah pretty sure i'm pretty sure he was there when they were naming dark yeah. what do we call this what do we call dirt. let's call it dirt. They, were, they were actually gonna they were actually gonna call dirt foster but the name was already taken well, yeah, we're going to call this piece of rock. Uh, limestone. Let's, let's call those, this one over here. Uh, where's the phone? Oh, this one. Dirt. Yeah, this, this is dirt right now. Absolutely. This is dirt. You guys are. Random trivia time again. I missed the first one. That's why. Okay, so let's let's get to the next one. Uh, where where is it at here? Okay, Sid Luckman. How many consecutive years did Sid Luckman throw for one thousand yards as the Bears rolled through the NFL in the nineteen forties? A, nine consecutive seasons. B, eight. C, seven. Or D, six. How many consecutive 1,000-yard seasons did he have in the 40s? <clears throat> PJ and Foster, you're both excluded from this because you already know the answer. You were there and lived How it. How do you know? You were there and lived it. <laughs> let's, just, let's just remove these two guys. So uh, uh, what do you think, Walt? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with eight. Eight, huh? Yeah. Eight consecutive. That was a serious burn there. Golly, that was, ooh, that was nice. What are you talking about? That was nice. I, I can't it. remember. My sum timers is kicking in. <laughs> I'm going to say it's an odd number. <laughs> so it's either between A and C is what I'm guessing. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, A. A? Yeah. Okay, we got PJ with A. What did you say, Walt? Uh, B. B, 8. Foster? 1940, 41, 42, 43, 44. Even though 45 was a warrior, he did 40, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47. Uh, B. Eight. Eight in a row. Um, yeah, unless he screwed one of those up at 45 or 46. Up oh, six. D6. I'm going D6. D6. So we have a. So that's so C is on the only one left for me, right? 
going down in the DM. Doug Van Dorn says B8. Cliff says no idea, but Luckman is still talked about. I'll guess nine. James Ford is saying seven C. Matt Kedro is saying D6. Anybody else want to take one more guess? One last chance? Before I well, you don't up. have enough options. You don't have enough options, Dan. I'm just giving everyone a chance here. STC, you want to get in there on this? <laughs> what did, What did you take, Danny? Uh, I'm gonna guess six D six. You want to get on? You want to get in on some of this action here? What you got? What you got? What you got? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Dan, here, the fucking bookie. Here's the answer. <laughs> Where is it? B eight. So it is eight. Okay. Doug Van Dorn. Then, I, then the years I said were correct. They have to be forty yeah. to forty-seven. Has to be. I, I had I had thought I read somewhere that he didn't play. He missed some games in forty-five because he was a, a member of the service. Now I know he wasn't on active duty in in Europe or anything in World War Two, but apparently they let him play enough games to where he got that got the yardage to pass. Man, that guy. Let's go back and see if you can find some film of him because they were showing some clips a few months ago. Patrick Mahomes is doing the same shit today that that he did in the 40s, literally running in one direction, throwing the ball sidearm through guys to complete a touchdown pass. There's there's at least one good, brilliant clip of him doing that. And then they literally showed Mahomes practically doing the same thing, going the other way 50, 60, 70 years later, whatever it is, man. He was just amazing. My my dad and uh, Marv Levy said that guy could if you if you put him if you put him in a workout program he could play in any era even today. He was that good of an athlete. And George Halas said he was the best athlete that I ever had in my entire career as a coach. So what does that tell? That says a lot. You know what I mean? There he is. I want to turn this sideways and watch it right. I gotta pull that after seven seconds. So let's let's all count to five so I yeah. can pull up this clip. <laughs> all right. And here we you go. You don't have to. I was just telling people to go look at it so that, that you know, because some people are like, ah, Lockman, you know, come on, that's so long ago. I'm like, it doesn't matter. An athlete's an athlete. Exactly. Look at that. That was give nice me pass. Sid Lockman. They had a thing on Twitter even, and and Luckman was the cheapest quarterback. They said five dollars you could buy whatever players. I took him first over McMahon and everybody because I'm like, you're going to give me this guy for a dollar? He's the worst ranked quarterback that you have on the Bears. How could that be when he's had all the records forever? You know they had Kramer and McMahon on there, but I'm just like, then I spent the money on on Dit on uh, Ditka and Peyton, a couple yeah. of other receivers. He just he's awesome, man. Look at that crap. That'll be the day, like we talked about the other day, like when when they actually when quarter when a quarterback is wearing forty two again, yeah, because <laughs> everyone's got got the numbers. It, you 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 think it it could happen, man? I mean, not just that, because there might be some little kid out there that's a Bears fan right now that sees all, all this stuff. That's because you could find out anything and see anything for the Bears now. When when we were kids, you couldn't see this stuff. You had to know somebody or somebody said, oh, yeah, I got a copy of that on VHS. That's the only way I saw any Luckman stuff was somebody had a copy of, of the reel-to-reel -reel from back in the day on VHS tape. So, I mean, you know, but now they can see all this stuff. 
there might be some kid going, man, I'm going to be the greatest quarterback ever for the Bears, and I'm going to wear 42 like that guy Luck, that guy Luckman back in the 40s. He was just awesome. I'm making it up, but it could happen, dude. It could be right? Justin Fields. Where's it for could one game? That that. Oh man, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I would like to see that. Imagine ten years As from a, now, he's he's he he he's like clearly wait. the best quarterback ever, and he's like, I'm gonna right. wear Sid Lucky right. forty-two for one game. My for my last game as a professional NFL quarterback. Wow. What oh, retro says? BCP. How, how many seasons will Fields throw for three thousand yards? Not even four thousand. Hmm. So let's. So how many seasons are we talking about? If he plays for, let's say he plays for fifteen seasons for the Bears. What if, What if he did it for the next eight in a row and they won two Super Bowls? <laughs> he didn't say consecutive, so he's saying he's saying total, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, um, ooh. Good night, STC. Say nine. I, I I'm gonna go eight. I'll say eight because you said nine, but that's. I'm gonna say, um, yeah, seven. Right, I'll go right in the middle between you guys. How about that? Yeah, even <laughs> though it's below me, like you right. should be. <laughs> Joking, dude. Good night, there, uh, STC. Good night. Thanks for joining us. Later, STC. Later, STC. You, you want to even throw in on this, Walter? Or are we just goofy? No, no, I was, gonna, I was saying, um, it's probably maybe about 11. 11. Awesome. I like that answer. I like it. There's too. a man of confidence. Yes. There's a man yes. of confidence. Yes. He'll have to start now. It'll have to be this season. He gets, he gets that first one. Well, that's, over 3, yards I'm figuring season. him starting this season. He's, he's going to hit 3,000 yards this season. What do you think, Walter? Yeah. I'm, I'm shooting for 4,000. He'll hit the three grand. Oh, what? That's what a lot of people are saying. And now. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I, I, I could see him up there. I won't say for sure because I don't know how much we're going to be able to run, man. If we run over these fuckers. Uh, and then how many times is it going to be like a perfect pass setup and then they got us covered and then he's going to run 50 yards? That's going to happen 10 times this year. Watch. Mm -hmm. Because the offensive line is going to be way better than it was last year. Could be. Mo Beerman, thanks for joining us. Yes. He better have one now or there may not be many more. May, may not be too many more. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. True, true. Retro true, 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 Mo. You have DJ Moore getting 1,000-yard seasons with, uh, you know, old man River basically as his quarterback. <laughs> and imagine what you can do with Justin Fields. Right. As long as Justin Fields thinks who – we he we think he is and what we've seen in college with his passing because they keep bitching about his passing accuracy when you can clearly go back and look at Ohio State stuff and see that the guy can be accurate. You hell, you could look at Bear stuff over the last two seasons and pull out plays. Amazing, amazing. Some of the accuracy of of some of his passes. So I think we're going to see more of who he really is because he's not going to be as we've said a thousand times. Afraid to throw at this receiver because he's not going to catch it or somebody's going to intercept it. Mm -hmm. Or the line doesn't give them time. Those shouldn't be as big of issues, especially the receivers shouldn't be nowhere near as big of issues the first half of last year. And the line, that better be nowhere near as big issues too because even with Schofield in there and some other points, that line played some decent – I'm not going to say games, 
But they had some decent series as a line. What? There, there's, there's already a handful of passes I can pull out of my hat as examples of his accuracy. Um, the 49ers game, his first season when he threw to the corner, he rolled kind of like rolled to his left and threw to like the corner of the end zone, and uh, Jesse James caught it for like a beautiful touchdown. It was perfectly thrown. Then yeah. there's the, the Steelers that. game where he was denied the comeback where he rolls to his left and he throws a perfect pass to Mooney. Then there was uh, last season he rolls out to his right and he just chucks that beautiful ball down the sideline to Montgomery against the Falcons. I mean, just three right oh, there. The, as examples. Did you, did you say the one to Mooney just before that? Yeah, the, and the Steelers game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a there's another one too with Mooney, and I can't remember I what it was. I think it was, it was another one in the Steelers game. Yeah. I mean, he he's he's had plenty of examples of throwing the ball with accuracy, for damn yeah. sure. Enough I, that I, I agree wholeheartedly, man. Once the offensive they're, they're line all this stuff. Once the offensive line settles them down a little bit, and he's not feeling like he has to run for his life on every play, the accuracy is going to start to shine. I agree with that, man. I do. I know we know it's there. I know it's there. I see it. You just brought up three, four good points of it. I'm not saying, you know, it's going to be every damn play, but we know, we know it's there. We know it's there, man. The guy can Doug, do this. He can do this. Doug Van Dorn says, uh, hey, late last in this late last year in the season, Fields threw a perfect right. long pass to Velas, who caught it in, the, in traffic. It's, Absolutely dead on target. Yes. He also threw a, a beautiful it. deep ball to, to Velas against the Cowboys that he dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So the kid's gonna the kid's gonna shine this year. Second year in, in and, and now, for the first time in four years. I I can see a couple other ones, right? That that they should have caught and they just dropped them. I'm sure I'm sure that messes with your head, man. Mm -hmm. Dude, it was right in your hands and then you dropped it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember where uh, I saw the, the oh. stat from too, but I know uh, it passes around twenty yards. He was tied for the highest accuracy among quarterbacks with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. What was well Cliff's said. last comment? Sorry, go ahead. No, just said well said. Cliff's last comment? Oh. That whatever no retros. Whatever that last comment was, I didn't get to see read it all. It was said Foster something. I can't see this stuff to where I'm Foster, at. QB who who can have confidence that he will throw it to a receiver and he will catch it. A Rob comes to mind. Claypool, meh. Yeah, I got you, retro. Clay, Claypool's going to change that. He's going to change that. They've been worked. He's, he's going to be working here soon. It's any update on his health, man. I, I've kind of walked away for the last two days from stuff. I've been up here for two days already. So, uh, uh, I haven't uh, been uh, as much as cool man. Yeah. What's that, Walt? I haven't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't either. It, it couldn't have been too much, man. I'm talking the last time I checked in was Tuesday, and they were still pending – that he's maybe doing some light activity now, and that was the end of it. But he's not, you know, they didn't even say anything about him uh, being ready for training camp or anything either. And that was Tuesday. So Kenny's Kenny's reminding us his uh, reminding us of his uh, throw to to Demo along the sideline against the Falcons. Yeah, that's the yeah the David Montgomery one. Yeah, that one was yeah. a thing of freaking beauty. Yeah, yeah, he just 
flicked it right over. It was per it was perfect. And I and I really hope we got a couple of these backs that worked on their catching. Man, it'd be great if uh, Herbert Herbert has improved as a receiver and a blocker would be detrimental to this offense unless Roshan or one of these guys just takes over. You know you what know, I mean? Yeah. Um, there's another one too that just came to mind. Um, Thanks, Field, Doug. Fields. Um, oh, it was the play against the Dolphins where he had the most beautiful play action fake I've ever seen in my life, and then just rolled, yeah. like, faked it like that, and just 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 rolled right out to his right, and just a beautiful pass to commit for a touchdown. The kids got it. He froze the line. He froze the linebacker just enough to to complete the play. Man, mm -hmm. he had to pause for a second, and that's what made that play that fake. He wasn't sure if he they were running or what. It was. It was. That was probably the best one I've seen him ever in the, you know the last two seasons of watching his tape. Anyways, it's probably the best fake I've seen out of that guy. It that's was one of the best picks I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Rod, Roger S. kind of man, where the ball's yeah. just sitting there and you don't see it. That was a really nice fake by him, man, for sure. Mm -hmm. Sure, and that was good. It's only going to get better with, with his his accuracy throwing because of his ability to maneuver within the pocket. You know, once the game is really slowed down for him, he, and he's able to just kind of like dance around in the pocket and then just chuck it. I foresee that happening. Yeah. Like Rogers was great at that. I can, I can, I can foresee him. You know, settling down where he where he doesn't want to run, but he's gonna like find his, and then that's gonna create all these different passing lanes because they're gonna be working on that in practice. How to get open when the play breaks down, this and that, and boom, boom, boom. He'll he'll, he'll excel from the broken plays with his ability to to, to uh, make plays happen within the pocket with his feet. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, gentlemen. Uh, Shorty. Yeah. Mine's big. <laughs> That's all I want to do. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, Shorty. Mine's bigger than <laughs> Damn, all I have is this uh, little thing tonight. Crap, I should run out here in a field and grab a 55-gallon fucking drum. <laughs> I could almost right here. There's a bunch of them, man. <laughs> I get a big old piece of. Uh, I'll get a top. I'll get a piece of metal top rail from one of these fences and make a straw. What I want to see, PJ, <laughs> is that thing full of water, and you going trying to drink it with that spot at the bottom. Of it. <laughs> I take a little bit at a time. Like. <laughs> He's, he's too smart to work that hard at it, man. Hey, got to be smarter. You know, work smarter, not harder. That's right. Works, works. Absolutely, man. Kenny says, wait, wait. Maybe my favorite player. What's going on? What's going on, Walter? Because you say too much, man. Yeah, Walter Sorry, talks too much. I got to fucking get him out of here. <laughs> fuck that, right? He needs to be talking now. And tell, tell these guys to shut the fuck up and you speak okay. talk, Walter. Let, let, him, let Walt respond to this from Kenny. Wait, wait. Maybe my favorite play of last season, just getting wrapped up twice Behind the line by the Lions, field scrambles left, goes right, or that goes back to left and trucks two defensive backs to break for a touchdown. What do you think about that play? Well, that was he's, that he's Superman. That's pretty much what he had to be last year, mm -hmm. and that that encompasses the entire season right there. Uh huh. Yeah. Doug Van Dorn says. Once the Bears O-line is respected enough that the league doesn't blitz on every play, yeah, you're going to see Fields being a rollout 
play action kind of guy. I totally see that. Yes, for sure. I expect big things with uh, DJ Moore and Darnell Moody. And if Claypool can give us something, we're good. Because, you know, I, I even expect, you know, nice things out of Komet and uh, what's his name? Uh, Tunyon. So, Robert Tunyon. Yeah. So I, I think we'll, I think Fields will be all right this year. I mean, I just, I don't see him rushing anywhere close to what he rushed last year. I'm thinking maybe 600 yards, maybe something like that. Maybe. Go ahead, Walt. I don't see a point in rushing at more than 600 yards, six, 700 yards, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that's, a, that's a good number right there. Yeah. I, I think, he's be, you know, he's yeah. going to have, I, I'm, I agree with Walt. I think he's going to get over 4,000 yards this year. He's going to break that barrier, get over 4,000 yards. First, first quarterback to do it. Yeah, I think he can easily get a thousand from DJ Moore. Uh, maybe you know eight and a half to nine with both either Mooney or Claypool, or you know both. And then you have Tyler Scott and Velas Jones Jr. You're going to chip in probably around five hundred. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's not even including Comet and Dunyan. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I, I see it too. I, I see him getting over uh, four thousand yards. Mm-hmm. And Kenny's saying, I know everyone excited about is excited about Rojo, but Herbert and Foreman are a couple of war horses. This offense is going to be nasty at all levels. I love it. I love the homerism. It's awesome. When you're speaking, when you're speaking facts, there's facts. Because again, uh, my bold prediction, bold prediction. Gepsy moves on and get a head head coaching spot the next year because of what he does with fields this year. Yeah. yeah whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, bad thing. Yeah, I agree. Retro, I agree. Retro thinks he's he fields might be fake gold. A running back faking as a QB. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I Man, retro. I, I think I mean uh I would disagree with that because I think he has shown enough of I mean because he know how to read a defense. He he know he knows how to layer a ball, so I think because of our troubles, we didn't see how great he could be as of yet. But I think with this number one receiver now, we're going to see a true quarterback in field, especially with then you got Mooney and like like I said, all these other weapons as well. So as long as he hits the open guy and not try to focus or force the ball to any one particular player. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be fine. I really yeah. do. No, we saw that in college too. You know, he had uh, Alave and he had um, well, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, and you know, he did fine. It's it's you know it's a combination of both the wide receiver and the quarterback. Yeah. If you have guys like uh, you know Byron Pringle and you know Dante Pettis, you can't walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. I mean, how do you expect them to catch a football? Right. Very true. Very true. So. Yeah, I, I really expect big things. And then we got that four-headed monster, probably possibly five-headed monster in their backfield at the running back. So, yeah, I expect some I, – I expect a lot. Uh, I'm really – I mean, I'm not saying we're going to the Super Bowl again. I'm not saying that much. But uh, I'm feeling really good about the offense. This is This is probably the best I felt about the offense in a long time. I can't remember feeling this good about the offense. Now I've always been a big, a big fan of the defense. So this is the first time 
I'm actually going into the season saying this offense is something that I'm really, really liking because of the speed and the weapons we had. I mean, even when we had Brandon Marshall, Alson Jeffrey, uh, Martellus Bennett, they didn't have the speed. We actually got speed wide receivers now. So uh, I'm really feeling good about the offense as well as the offensive line. I mean, those guys are, man, we actually got some good guys up there blocking too. So yeah, I feel real good about the offense. I really do. You know who would be really good, and he's not available yet. I don't know if he is, but um, he's going to be. It's Justin Ross, the UDFA out of Kansas City. He was the uh, Clemson wide receiver. Was that the had, um, no, no, he doesn't really have a lot of speed. He's a good route runner, though. Just, he's mainly a slot. He's Justin Ross. City, you said? He's, a, he's on Kansas City now. Okay. But he was out of Clemson, and uh, he got drafted the same year as Vellis. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know him. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, look up his Clemson highlights. They're really How good. How tall is he? Six, he's the same height as uh, Sam Brown, so 6'4". He's like 6'4", oh, really? yeah, 209. Wow, okay. Because the I prob- I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the problem that most people had was he had a uh, spinal condition. Okay, uh, I, I know who you're talking about now. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah so so okay. He, he had surgery on that, and he did come back and play the latter half of his senior year of college. So it seems like that's okay. But I know he hurt his foot against UConn and played on that, which kind of exacerbated things. And then it just wasn't healed up right last year. So they had him had surgery again on it. But I know with uh, Watson and um, MVS and all that on the roster, Kansas City's kind of on the bubble right now. And he's only 23. We have nothing to lose picking him up if he becomes available. What do, you, what do you think of what do you think of Valus this year? What do you think Valus going to give us? I thought Valus didn't get his fair shot last year. Everyone's hyping, uh, you know, hyperfixating on these three myth punts and the one uh, fumble he had against Philly, where three guys end up crashing into him. I mean, let's be honest, you know, he's what uh, you know, two change maybe. He's not a big guy. Right. You have the you have three monsters just coming on top of you. Anyone's going to drop that ball, so I don't fault him for that. Right, especially the rookie. Yeah, yeah, he's like six foot one, two hundred and twelve pounds. Am I right? Something like that. That's that's pretty nice size for a wide receiver. Six foot one, two hundred and twelve pounds. That's pretty nice size. I mean, he's not, you know, Claypool six four big, but six one, two hundred plus. That's pretty good size for with all that speed. Yes, I mean, so yeah, I I think we will see a vast improvement from how many targets he get. I don't know yet, but I think he'd be better, a lot better than last year. It would be interesting to see both Tyler Scott and Velas Jones on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. It would be preseason. We yeah. will in preseason. I like what. Uh, so I shouldn't say I like. I, I I I like how we have the other fan perspective of this from Mo Beerman saying the crazy amount of optimism. In my honest opinion, for a team that is totally unproven, show me, then I'll consider it. Granted, granted, not having Sunday ticket anymore. Not sure how that will actually help me to see it. He can't actually, he's not going to watch the games. So that sucks. Cause I mean, yeah, the YouTube yeah. is pretty expensive if you're not going to, you know. But yeah. listen, so if you, if you do the YouTube subscription, you pay and you, well, it's too late now, but if you would have signed up for the YouTube uh, TV, then you would have gotten like a hundred dollars off 
uh, the three hundred and fifty dollar. It would have cost you three fifty. So if, so if you sign up right now for YouTube TV, then you you get the NFL pass or whatever. It's going to cost you three fifty. But if you would have done it by whatever June something, you would have got a hundred dollars off. It would have cost you two fifty. But then you're still spending eighty dollars a month to have that subscription to YouTube for the YouTube TV, and you can't cancel that. So you have to have that the entire uh, NFL season to be able to watch the games. But if you do what I did and then just buy the YouTube, uh, the NFL package, it's like 400 bucks or $350 or something like that. Or move to Illinois and watch it for free. But even like, are you sure that you're going to be able to see every game? Who, me? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They won't pack you up down there? I, I see every game every year. Every game. Hmm. So back, I think in the 70s, if the Bears wasn't sold out or something like that, then it would be a blackout game back then, I think. But ever since then, I have seen every game, except for when I was in Korea. Hmm. You can also try the uh, Fox Sports app. I had to use that when we were coming back from Branson, Missouri, and I had to watch the game driving through uh, Springfield. So that could work too. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Uh, that's one of the benefits of you know living in Illinois. I mean, I. I it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, like I, I got to watch every every Michael Jordan game. That was great. Just about any of them that I wanted to watch, I watched almost all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Watching watching the Bears game is yeah, and then I, I think that's the thing. I don't know about Walt, but you know, for me, because I'm not so big on the like nationally televised games. I'm not a real big fan of those. I know the like the people who live out of state, and then they actually get to see the Bears that way. But for me, I'm more of man just to be able to watch the regular games twelve o'clock on a Sunday. Man, I'm good with that, man. Oh no, we we watch them all here. So it's the Bears, whatever time they're on, and then we pick the other two games and watch one of those. Yeah. Uh, Doug Van Doren says exactly. PJ, being able to see the Bears and not have the Vikings shoved at me is one of the big reasons I moved back to Illinois when I retired. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you. I mean, I, I remember when I was in the Army. That's one of the biggest things I took for granted, and then you know realize how much I missed it because you know. Uh, you're sitting up there, you know, you're like seeing the Bears game all the time, living in Illinois, then you move away, and then you don't get to see the Bears like that unless you happen to do like Mo Beerman talked about, you know, having to get these Sunday tickets and all these other things. It's like, that's such a hassle. So when I got out the Army and I came back to Illinois, I'm like, man, give me my Bears football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me my Bears football. I'm ready. Sign me up. Yeah, that's the one thing that sucks about moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cliff has been talking about his food lately here, and we're ignoring him. Let's I see. never ignore Cliff's food. He is a chef in the comments. That's his nickname, Chef in the Comments. I'm ser- he was saying earlier, I'm searing brats and onions now. Mm. And then he was saying he was complaining about a side burner. Where was that one at? This man, this Weber sideburner just doesn't get low enough. 
Can't wait for my Napoleon grill to show up. What the fuck? What's a Napoleon grill? Like a tiny grill? I'm sorry. I'm laughing at retro, man. <laughs> retro. <laughs> retro. Retro. Thank you for another super chat, Retro. Man, you are awesome. Poll time. Retro's wife, satisfied or disappointed? <laughs> retro, man. I'm going to say satisfied, Retro. I'm going to say satisfied, too. Earl. I'll be the fact that he can still give up money. I'll say she's satisfied. Yeah. Go lay the wood. Go lay the wood. <laughs> so oh, Cliff said, oh, okay, Cliff, Cliff sent me pictures of his food, so I have to get those pulled up. But I wanted to show you, um, let's see. I want to show you, Cliff. Is Walt the other uh, chef? Are you the other chef, uh, Walt? My spare time. <laughs> uh, I know. Who sent you those pictures that time, uh, Shorty? Was that Walt? That was Walt. He was he was trying to show you how he eats uh, fish. <laughs> yeah, with the uh, with the onions or something like that. Yeah, onions yeah. and um, yeah, okay, squash. Yeah, okay, you are the chef. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we, well, we do need to have a cooking show on here. That's all. I'm thing. telling you, we we're gonna we're gonna do it now. So so Cliff, this is what I used tonight. Here's here's my three hundred dollar. I think it's like three hundred dollar portable traeger wood pellet grill and that's uh, let me show you what, what i made tonight on it i want to see i made uh i made i made um that's not right hold on a second i made um chicken kebabs and corn on the cob so let me know what you think about that cliff Chicken kebabs and corn on the cob. Let's see. Ooh, damn. Cliff sent me his crab cakes last week that he made. I, I didn't get them on the show in time. I didn't see it until the show was over. But I have... I have. What's that? They're looking pretty decent. Yeah, it's actually not... It was it was really good. I made a hoisin sauce garlic-based um, glaze that I, I, I based it on it. It was uh, it was really good. The corn on the cob was perfect. Uh, you know, corn on the cob is great for the summer, isn't it? <clears throat> yes. Yes. You know what I like to do is when I'm camping and the fire is smoldering, smoldering in the morning from the night before, I bury, my, I, I soak corn on the cob all night long, and then I, I wrap it in like a lot of tinfoil, and I just bury it in the coals, and we go about our day playing games or whatever, hiking, whatever. Then go pull out the corn at the end of the day, and it is, it is absolutely the best corn I've ever had because it doesn't leave any of the – like every kernel when you take a bite, every kernel just pops off into your mouth and almost chokes you. It's almost dangerous. It's so good because there, there's nothing left on the cob. It looks, like, um, it looks like feed corn after you removed all the corn from it. It's just a dead cob like you would make a corn cob pipe out of. That's the way to do it. So I try to do this at like 400 degrees for about – an hour and a half, and it still what it still didn't pop off like the way I wanted it to. But damn, it was good. So that's for you, Cliff. And then Cliff sent Cliff sent his picture in. Let's see here. Now I read somewhere that uh, they say that men are better cooks on average than women for some reason. Oh shit! Really? 
I read it somewhere. I forgot where I read it. I was like, because I, I, I was like you. I was like, really? It's probably because women don't usually touch the grill in the, in the house. The men, the men are the ones that grill. Yeah. So look at that. Um, I'm looking at that. What is that? Cliff has a charred dildo. Dang. He's at a dildo. He's at a dildo. Because Cliff's eating burnt burnt egg on a bun and charred and a charred dildo with it. That's what he's having for dinner tonight. Is that what that is, Cliff? I don't think that's a dildo, uh, Shorty. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's a dildo. I may be wrong, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man cliff says my wife can cook but i'm better i would say that my wife is more of a chef i'm more of a cook that's what exactly is yeah mr ma'am says what is that like what is that cliff look like a brat a brat with some uh grilled onions and some type of sauce on top with a burn that's i mean with a bun that's kind of burnt it's not a dildo though shorty it's not a dildo, Cliff. I don't know why you call that a dildo. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it looked like some type of mustard sauce. Yeah, that's what Mo Beerman's saying with some with some ground mustard sauce, stone ground mustard, kind of what it looks like. Oh, it's oh, he's just having brats. That's so that's onions and brats on a on a bun that he that he burnt a little bit. <clears throat> brats and onion with brown mustard. Bun's got a little. Thanks, Cliff. I'm telling you, between Walt, uh, Cliff, these guys, these guys are some chefs out here. Mm -hmm. Leo Just Factor. Go. Leo Factor, thanks for joining us. He says you don't even if you don't even try to cook, you are missing out. Cooking is a nice vibe. It's true. I cooking agree. Is, I agree. Like even, but like even the meal that I made tonight, you know. I tried to do that quickly before the show and, and eat. I was like, I was like a madman. I was like, uh, you ever see the Tom and Jerry episode where, where there's like the black cat that comes into town and he's, and they're fighting over a ham and like the black cat is just like chowing down on the ham while he's got his foot on Jerry's head. You ever seen that one? No. It's like one of my yeah. favorite Tom and Jerry. No. So that's how I was eating my 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 uh, kebabs tonight. I was like, I was eating my kebab like corn. Just, uh, 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 I, gotta, I gotta go because it took me like an hour to prep and cook that whole damn thing. Or it actually took me longer to cook it. But even prepping it was, it takes a little bit. Of, takes a little bit of time. Some people, it's it's too much work, you know. But yeah. if you get into it and you have fun with it, it's it's relaxing and. Yes, I think that's the key. If you really get into doing it you can uh have pleasure in doing it and therefore it seems easier <laughs> and more your product turns out better mm -hmm. what did you how many, how many men have how many men have said what cliff just wrote <laughs> i was paying attention to the show and the buns got away from me <laughs> <laughs> a little backwards but it's so effective Doug says I yeah. fry stuff a lot. Also bake bake roasts and meatloaves. Oh, I love meat. Oh, Cliff, you know, you know Cliff loves meatloaves too. Any man I'm that a great chef, but I can make nice. He loves meatloaf. Yeah. So I've never I'm doing anyone. Italian beef. I'm doing Italian beef tomorrow, Dan. 
you're buying it or making I got a, it? I, no, no, I'm making it. I got I got like a seven pound Vienna brisket, and I just gonna do what I've been doing forever, and that is I take like three cloves of garlic, cut holes in it, stuff a clove in each one, cover it completely in Italian seasoning, dump a cup of water in there, and let it go to town for about four hours, maybe five. Yeah, hey, that's quick. it. Real quick, guys. Anybody in the chat who wants to send us a picture of what you cooked tonight, send it to uh, the email uh, at the bottom of the screen there. Send it to us. Uh, Shorty will post it for you because I had planned on uh, fixing some Cornish hens tonight, but I got running late. Oh, I love Cornish hens. Oh, man. Cornish hens. Are I actually think about doing no, that's spaghetti. That's 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 what I made tonight. Was I, I made a dozen Cornish hens in a broasting pan, covered with onions, garlics, mushroom, and just put foil on it and baked it. And there's six of us, and all twelve of them are gone. And that's a lot of meat. They were big little. They were pretty good size, man. I ate the first one going. I can't eat another one. And when I came back, I actually did. Actually, I kind of finished it off in between when I got thrown off. I went to the bathroom and ate the rest of that Cornish hen with. Some yeah, mashed potatoes and some peas in a homemade sauce. And uh, I made uh, just regular corn muffins. And what else? Oh, uh, we ended up, I ended up having making black chocolate chip pancakes afterwards. We had those with whipped cream and ice cream. Well, I didn't eat mine yet, but it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a quick, it was a quick way to, quick way to cook though, Peach. I mean, it was actually a quick meal. I just cooked it for, there was well seven of us, right. five and five kids, two adults, man. What you so, cook tonight? And it was it was easy. Oh, tonight, uh, actually, we cooked the other day. We usually uh, make a meal for the week, but it was it was orzo, uh, whole grain mustard uh, based the chicken, and uh, zucchini, and uh, grape tomatoes. You do it all oh, in a sheet pan nice. and then just boil the uh, orzo on top of that. This guy's a chef. I'm telling you, this guy's a chef right here. I, I I'll eat all that stuff. That sounds that's doable, man, for sure. For Cliff sure. Said, Cliff says he normally he wouldn't have burned his buns, but he was distracted by BCP tonight. That's why he yeah. normally goes with a meatloaf because it's easy. He he can't fuck it up, right? <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, from the little bits and pieces I've seen, Cliff's talking out his ass, and I think his wife's gonna smack him tonight for some of his comments. <laughs> I'm joking. You know, I'm kidding, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Beerman, ever tried beer can chicken on the grill? Oh yeah, baby. Oh, Mo, yeah. do it. Do it with a can of Dr Pepper instead of beer. Try it with Dr Pepper and Seven Up. Those are two of my favorites, actually. I've tried Seven Up. I, I know that's good. Dr Pepper, yeah. I'm sure, would be good. I, I use Dr Pepper in my barbecue sauce. I'm telling you guys, got yeah, some ideas, man. That's what I'm saying. You guys are some chefs for real. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, what I have. You got you got to eat, and if there's nobody there to take care of, you better learn how to do something with food. Or it tastes right. pretty crappy when you keep having the same fucking shit every night. Excuse my yeah. mouth. We'll make I, a, yeah. a calendar. <laughs> I'll tell you, make Marie calendar your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting you to be like uh, I. Uh, PJ, I took these dried cockroaches I found on the floor. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how good they were if you marinated them in some piss. <laughs> I mean, they're delicious. <laughs> but no, you come out with the Cornish hens? Good job, Foster. I'm telling you. Hey, I, I, I'm not a chef, man, but like I 
like I said, I had to learn to cook. And I just, especially when I quit drinking, man, to fill in, it was like, you just start making everything because I've become a food addict on top of it. Walter, yeah. man, when I first was looking at your dishes, I'm sitting there going, dude, I'm going to look that crap up. I'm going to try and make that. And I haven't, but I still want to go back and look yeah. at it. That's, I even marked, I even marked uh, where he's got the pictures of it and what it was so I can go back and look at it at some point here. He sent Hopefully me the, the recipe. Three boards. That looks delicious. What? Walter oh, yeah. sent me the picture, the recipe for the sticky pork. I'll, I'll share it with you guys. Oh, it's delicious! It looks. Oh, delicious. you sent you sent him the recipe. I thought you were talking about. Oh, okay. I want that one too, yeah. dude. I'm telling you, I, I want, absolutely. I, I wanted to add on to what Mo's asking here. I have a Stoke grill, which has like the centerpiece you can pull out. You can put in a pizza. Yeah. You can insert like a pizza uh, stone. You can insert all these different inserts. One of them is a cast iron uh, pan that has like the built-in um, chicken holder that you can put the can in. And you put that. So what I do oh, is nice. I take the chicken and I marinate it overnight and uh, I brine it overnight. And, to, uh, you know, like the nor tomato, like the, the can, like the, the jar of like uh, nor chicken base powder. Yeah. They have, a, they have a tomato oh, one, yeah. nor chicken tomato base. It's got yep. the salt in there. I brine it overnight in that. And then I'll like, sometimes I'll stuff some jalapenos in the middle of it and just stick it on the grill. And oh man, the the brine of that makes the beer can chicken just absolutely amazing. That with the Stoke grill. Wow, Retro is killing it tonight. Ginger ale too, man. I forgot about ginger ale. If you like 7-Up, try ginger ale. It's another good one. You can probably put anything. I just know what I've, you know, the ones I've done. What it's is it literally say? good. Uh, Rich, thank you again for your another your generous donation again. That's so awesome. He said, "White <laughs> face dried up like the Sahara." <laughs> I'm glad he's. I'm glad I don't date his wife anymore. <laughs> good. Yeah, oh, was, where did Dan go? Was, I was like, "Where did Dan go?" That was a good one. <laughs> Yeah. He, set, he set me up, man. You gotta watch out, dude. If you say I, I could come back with any of them, but Retro is paid, the king, though. He is the king. He just man. paid Retro just paid two dollars to be insulted. <laughs> and and loved it. <laughs> He'd do it again. He probably will. He might even do it again before the night's over. He's laughing at that guy. Right now, going. That Good. was worth it. <laughs> Good. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Mo Beerman, we have plenty of Waffle Houses here. I tell you what. You know, it got to the point where, like, I literally, because it took about 15 of these in a row before my wife finally got it. And I'd be like, we drive, and I go, you know, that's not something you see every day. She's like, what? And as we're passing, I'm like, a Waffle House. It's like literally on every damn corner in the south. Every there's 16 waffle houses in my little town. How can there be a waffle house on every? Remember Daz Newsom? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. He's like, "There's no waffle houses. That what am I supposed to eat late at night?" You're right. <laughs> I remember I going out there. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that. Man, thinking, you, can, you can get, you could probably get waffles anywhere in this country. I bet I, I can't get nothing here right now, but I bet you if I went looking for waffles, I could probably find a place. Everything else is freaking closed down. 
It's after ten o'clock. Wherever I just I'm, I, they close everything at ten o'clock, man. Gas stations, everything. Where this place? Yeah, weird. Well, yeah, the area I'm in is just like it's like everything's closed at ten o'clock. I mean, you can still get gas, but it's only if you got a credit card. They literally just close them down, and the pumps are all on, and you could do certain stuff wherever vending machines are, but everything is like ten o'clock and it's closed, man. Crazy. If if it even opens, the bars. So, I'm so like, yeah, there's two bars here, man. What's that? Nobody sent you the pictures of their meal tonight. I don't. Th- let me let me check the email. I don't think so. You could you could, could show like- them the car I'm looking at. Oh, you you don't have you can't do that. I was gonna say you could have shown these guys the car I was looking at, but I don't. You can't take it off Messenger, right? But no, I mean, no, I haven't. I was I was actually going to show it. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Oh man. I actually sent it to my phone or to my computer so I could. Somebody's gonna buy it from underneath now. Show that picture. Uh, been, I've been, I've been, I've been watching it. I've been watching this thing for six weeks, dude. I'm on it. So let me, uh, let it's me, a, let me it's try a 1950 Hudson Commodore, man. Yeah, it'll be up in one second. I'll have it in one second here. <laughs> you know anything about cars here, Walter? No, <laughs> that's not my thing. Okay. As long as it gets me to point A to point B, I don't care what it is. You're not a Mustang it, you're right. It's absolutely right. I am the no. same way, man. It's a tool. You use it for the tool that it is. Well, let's. Uh, I used to let's build all, cars, and I've had like 200 of them. Let's all Over. guess what kind of car we think Walter would would drive if if he was a car lover. I'm going to say. Just guessing what he's driving now. Uh, he's probably driving like a right now. He's probably driving a Hyundai. Nope. All right. I say I say he's driving a Honda, a Honda or a Toyota, something economical and efficient and doesn't break down. I was gonna guess I, Honda first. I drove a Honda for a little while. I don't drive it anymore. I drive a Subaru now. Okay. Oh, be my guess right there. It's, Subaru. Oh, Subaru. Damn. Freaking PJ. I'm just saying there was gonna PJ. be my guess. Take that Poles earphone out of your ear, earbuds, earbuds there. Oh, look, you snuck in the damn Texans hat. <laughs> I started off the show with no hat, and I was like, yeah. It was like, I'm like, as long as you're not wearing that freaking Texans hat. It's a Rangers hat, man. It's a, it's a Texans hat. It's, a, it's got a T on it. There's a, there's a lot of ex-Cubs and Sox that played for the Rangers. We, we, that can go by in my book. It's the Texans Ranger hat. <laughs> Where's Mammy? Where's Mammy? Where is Mammy? Mama. On the show. I, I kind of forgot to ask there her. It is. There it is. <laughs> now, Foster. That's it. What you gonna do? Yeah. With, what, what you gonna do with a car like that? Though? That's all. Well, the, it doesn't have any floorboards, so he uses his feet. <laughs> no, actually, actually, the whole in, the whole interior is custom. What am I? I'm just gonna drive it around, man. I'm not. I, nothing other than that. I'm gonna work on it, fix it, because here's one thing I can do. I, if I if I don't have the parts for that car, I can make it and drive it forever as long as I keep the solid the, the frame solid. It sits on a steel frame, man. So I could what? drive it the rest of my life if I wanted to. What is, what year is that? And it's what just some, it? it's it's a nineteen fifty Hudson Commodore. Hmm. They used to be king of the NASCAR circuit back in the way back in the fifties. Forty late forties and fifties, the Hudson Hawk. Look it up. Nice but they car. were 
They were a little. They were a little bit ahead of their time, man. You actually, one of the coolest things about that car is you know how you get in a car, and you kind of step up. That car, you're going to get into it and actually step down. Because of the way it's built, it sits on the frame and the way the transmission setup is, and it's a manual on the column. Hmm. Uh, it's it's just uh, something you know. I want. I've, I've built a bunch of cars, man, and I wanted one more car to mess with because I don't really have one right now. I, I got, I own five cars right now, man. It's just something I do. I've been messing with cars since I was 15 years old, man. Oh, wow. And I can work on almost anything from like 2007 down. After that, you really just need to be a computer technician. You can fix almost anything on the, on the newer cars because it's You're all okay. computerized. Yeah. But that's all the problems that are it's causing too is all the computerization. They've over-engineered them, man. You know, Every car, every car out there now, from like 2016 up, they're all, and I, I'm just laying it out there. They're having problems with them because they've they've built them cheaper and cheaper and over, put so much technology into them. Everybody, people still call me because I, I I do still do some mechanic work. I, I help a lot of people out instead of going to spend a ton of money. But it's like, man, this light came on. I'm like, it's a sensor because you're two pounds light on your tire, man. Now, now you've had the car five years and they keep going on, just disconnect them because you're going to be messing with your tires all the time. Every time they're a half pound low, just, just yeah. dumb shit. Yeah. You know, okay. And it's fine if you got the money and all this stuff, but the average person to spend what it costs to maintain these newer cars, especially if you live in Chicagoland and you're making under 50 grand a year, forget it. They're trying to make it so you can't even afford to get a car or drive it unless you're making it. They, they're, they're setting it up where you want to. You got to be either rich or poor to have anything. I don't know how to put it. I'm saying it wrong. I know that's I'm, why it's I'm too far off. I wanted to stay on cars because I love cars, man. That's why you get to a certain point and you just have to buy the extended warranty because it's going to cost you eight thousand dollars to have a stupid electronical part fixed. And yeah, know. what type of? I uh, tell you the truth, I I won't buy any. I still won't even. I've had new cars. I worked at dealerships. I was a mechanic. I won't buy anything newer than two thousand and seven right now. I still won't. Because I can fix all that crap. Hey Cliff, what type of F, F Sport Lexus do you have? What uh, letter is it? Uh, I'm just curious. But to answer Mo Beerman, uh, who asked PJ, you ever see a game at the original Ranger Stadium? I have never seen a baseball game live in my life, nor will I. I am not a baseball fan <laughs> at all <laughs> whatsoever i will not ever never see a baseball why are game. you wearing a fucking rangers hat on a bears podcast if you've never if you will if you don't even care about baseball you can't you can't hey. match and make it red white and blue you're red black and blue hey, 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 hey. that's aj <laughs> the jp man <laughs> see this blue shirt See his blue shirt, right? Yeah, I see it. See the little blue yeah. in his hat? See the blue, blue no. hat? You don't see the no. blue in the hat? I see you the blue, yeah. No. I'm just going to keep lying until you stop I'm and figure saying. out I'm lying. That no, little bit of blue matches the blue in your shirt? I got you, Peach. I got you. Know you. I'm it. messing with you, dude. Now, Walter. I want to ask Walter this. Yeah, he's going to – one more time, Peach. Bring the head in one more time closer. Because you can see the blue line. See the blue line around it. Yeah. There you go. Now I can see it. It's pretty. It it's a little darker than your shirt, but I get you. You got the. It's it. It goes with the shirt. It matches. No, it doesn't. It's red. All right. If it was blue, oh, man, I can't get it. it would work. Damn, I can't. I can't take Dan off. I'm on my phone. 
Man. <laughs> he took that. Thanks, Dan. So, Walter, I wanted to ask yeah. you, do you follow baseball or any sports, or did we ask you this already? Mm, I don't really follow baseball as much as I used to, but I did it one time. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, well, what was your team, man? Oh, I was a Red Sox fan. Boston. Heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. But, wow. And then they started winning championships. You're like, ah, I wanted to root for a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, Boston, like I got, I got a, I got a lot of friends that are Boston Red Sox fans too, and it's we we we're, we walked the parallel line for a century, you know. Like I get yeah. along really good with people from Boston, whereas from like L.A. or New York, I mean, I'm talking sports fans, just on sports, nowhere near as good as Boston, man. Uh, Cliff. So like, I got a buddy, man. We'd always hook up for the when they first started having the interleague, man. We'd. He'd come to town specifically so we could hang out and watch the Red Sox and Cubs because he's like, those are my two favorite teams. He got me, turned me kind of into a Red Sox fan a little bit too because of that. So. All right, fuck off. That's a, that's a, <laughs> what were we going to say, PJ? Hey, uh, Cliff, uh, <laughs> GS350 Sport. Yeah, I, I have a uh, GS300 myself. So that's what I was asking. And back to Mo Beerman, yeah, I'm just not a baseball fan. I mean, I'm not, not nothing against baseball. I just never could get into it. Sorry. But I do like the color of the hat. That's why I bought. Why don't you get a Cubs a Cubs hat then? It's the same. It's, that blue would match better with that shirt. I've never seen a red Cubs. That's what. The symbols. You red. need you you need the. Are you are you wearing red shoes? Red pants? Because where does the red come in? It doesn't go with the blue. Your the little the little accent of blue with the red. Red and needs blue. to be the other way around. No, red and blue goes together. You can't wear a red. So, you can't wear a red hat with a red shirt. What's wrong with you, man? Why not? I, I just want. I, I just want to say. Fuck the J two K. What's Jeez. Where's J two K coming into this? <laughs> he he was here last time we had this conversation, I believe. Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> he was. It was about style. We gotta start a, a GoFundMe to get so, PJ. So Walter, was there any other sports that you do follow, man, besides uh, the football and the Bears? Uh, you know, I, I follow a lot of uh, mixed martial arts too. I was real big into that. I don't watch as much anymore. It's hard to like find on television now. I know a lot of it's through ESPN. I, I don't watch them. <laughs> yeah, they, so. they've made it so you got to pay to watch almost all this stuff now, like that, the MMA and all that stuff. They have a few. There's is there still anything on Fox even with that? Because I used to watch it on Fox. Yeah, I mean, but I've kind of gotten away from it too. Man. The, uh, you're going to pay. Promotion. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to pay yeah. now. It's just like everything else, man. Foot, football will be next where they're going to take our Sunday games away. Watch. Oh, yeah. Well, the Cubs, watch, you can't really watch. Not, but it will. It's hard to watch the Cubs in Chicago now, isn't it? They don't, they don't broadcast Dude, I, every. I, I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky if I see three or four games, they got to be on Fox 32 game of the week is like the only way that you see them. Unless, unless you want to pay Comcast a hundred bucks or the other one, a hundred bucks or 78 bucks to Fubo TV. That's you can't in Chicago, you have to pay somebody something. So, and that's, that's all. Uh... It's random trivia time again, guys. Let's go to the next trivia question. Shall we? Like as soon as I get to it. 
Let's see. Foster, can't you get some games on Peacock now too? They, they, they. You got to pay it through. Pe- uh, Comcast took Peacock away, so you got to pay for that now. Yeah, it's like five bucks. It's no big deal. Right now, and there's and you can see the, see the Cubs games, but I think it's like two or three a year. Is the last time I looked at it, I had three games picked out. There was one in May, one in July, and one in August through Peacock. I looked at their schedule. I don't know. We'll figure. I'll figure it out. I'm going to look more into it now that you're bringing it up. But I had Peacock. Read the question, Dan. Russia says my wife played with the kids in the kitchen. I'm going to beat my meat like Foster owes rent. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick. I love that guy. Oh God! Yes. All right, give us Woo. give us a question. Give, give us a trivia question. All right, the trivia question. No, no one wore Gail Sayers number for, number forty after he retired in nineteen seventy one. True say, or false? I say false. False. What you got, I'll say true. What you true. Got, true. Right, what you got, chat? Cliff says, I, I'll say false because it sounds like a trick question. Right. That's what I was thinking. Retro says false. Doug Van Dorn says, I think that's false. Wasn't there a guy in the 80s in the defensive backfield who wore number 40? No. I'm blinking on the name. I don't think it was. I think it was somebody in the 70s. I'm thinking... When, his, when he first retired, somebody got the number, but then, you know, afterwards, you know, they ended up retiring the number. That's I'm gonna, that's the only way, PJ. That's the only way. You're you're right, because I believe it was retired by 77 with the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to say false as well. Anyone else want to take a shot at this in chat here? Dan just James, looked at the freaking answer. James, says, James Ford says true. James Forrest says true. Mo Beerman says false. And the answer is, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess uh, false. I think that somebody else did wear it at least once. Let's see what the answer is. False. It's false. Okay, so who wore it, man? That's what I want to know right freaking now. Uh, did you no. Did you find out? No. Now I have to do homework. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, dude. I just said it. If you if you if you already knew, then I'd say you're a bastard because you knew the answer. No, I don't know the answer to any of these. That's I I I I make this and then Kitty puts the questions so I know what they are, and then she puts the answers on the back so I, I don't see it. That's that's why I said if if you would have had it ready, who it was, then you would have known the answer. I was joking with, I was messing around with you, Daniel. He called you Daniel. Dan- yeah, no, I'm just, just called me Daniel. I'm tired, man. Get, out of, get out of here, Foster. Man, jeez! What is this? My what is he? My dad? Oh, 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 oh! I think we Daniel, had that conversation. Daniel, my brother. Daniel, my brother. Daniel, uh, my brother. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Let's see who I can't let's see who wore number forty after the greatest. Let's see. It's it's. Got to be like you said, Peach. It's got to be between seventy-two and seventy-seven that somebody wore. That's my word. I'm coming up with because they retired. I thought they, I swore they retired his jersey right after. He, maybe I'm wrong, man. Yeah, I'm old and tired and messed up. Yeah, I don't think they retired it as soon as he retired. 
yeah, I, I they, don't see they that. couldn't have. Yeah. If it's false, they couldn't have. Mm. Trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. Let's see. Yeah, we, you, I can't you know, find it. We we know. It's not coming it's all up right. quick. I'll, we'll figure it out someday here at some point. Anybody in chat know this? The answer to the question: Who wore it after? How do I wear it? Yeah. Nope. Walter gets back. We need to ask him who they, who is that a picture of there? Look look like a uh is that a Confederate uh general or something? I think that's I think that's uh uh I don't think it I can't see the call I can't tell if it's a gray. It's, I'm on a phone, it's too small, man. It's black and white. It, it is great. Uh, I guess it could be a union. Could be, uh, it could be a union uniform. Yeah, that's what I think. Union. Yeah, that's what I think. I can't, I can't believe the answer didn't. General McCollum. No, that's all right. It's no big deal, man. Uh, I, I am gonna, I'm gonna get off because my battery's gonna die, and I'm just too tired. I, I not, I just, uh, uh. Yeah, we're about to wrap so, this up anyway. Okay. You want to just wrap up with us? Sure, sure. Um, if I if I go blank, if I go blank, the battery died. I got like seven percent, but I got it on charger. But it's I don't know what the hell's going on, man. Don't matter. Okay. Well, it's a good time to wrap it up anyway. Keep the show to a reasonable time, so I can. Um, at work, I have somebody on vacation for like the next week, so I'd, I have to. I have to be on my game tomorrow, so it'd be nice to not go to bed at three o'clock in the morning. Oh man! <laughs> man. all the fun for me. Doug Van Dorn says, "Running back started wearing numbers in the '30s, right after the Sayers era. Guys with numbers in the '40s started becoming defensive backs." Yeah, that's true. Oh, Retro says, "Foster, you are old and tired. Don't forget ugly too." That's right. That's a great. That's a great way to end Retro, the show. <laughs> Retro. Well, cool. I, I love that. Let, let's just leave that up while we end it. And um, <laughs> I want to pictures pretty too, man. Look at this. Oh crap! Let's 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 take a moment here to thank everyone in chat. I mean, Doug Kazak or uh, Mark Kazak, Doug Van Dorn, Cliff Victoria, Mo Beerman. Oh, retro! Of course, retro. Thank you so much for your super chats tonight, with some excellent comments in your super chats. Uh, Plank, else gave a super chat too, right? Plank gave us yeah, a super Plank. chat. Thank you so much, Plank. Really appreciate well, that. Thanks, uh, Mo Beerman, Mister Mayhem. Love you guys. Without you, this does not go yeah. around. Uh, one of my favorites, Matt Kedro, was in chat tonight. Got to have him back on the show soon. Love talking with Matt. Um, let's see. Who else do we have? It was earlier in the show. Uh, the King Buka World. Kenny. Yeah, King Buka World. Uh, Kenny was in for, for, with us for the night. Appreciate you uh, joining us tonight, Kenny. Uh, let's see. STC. Thank you, STC, for joining us. Yeah, PJ. Thanks for joining us in chat tonight, PJ. There you go. Hey. <laughs> That PJ is a stand-up guy. That's all I can say. Neo Factor One. 
Leo Factor. Thank you for joining us, Leo. Squeegee. Thanks for joining us. Um, oh, Penny? I didn't even see Demond in here. Demond1599. Thanks for joining us tonight, Demond. Appreciate you. Did you say uh, Kenny? Because Kenny's in yeah. there. Kenny, yep. Um, Bears Country Productions laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Throw him out. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. You guys seriously are what makes this uh, show go, honestly. Um, I mean, uh, we'll walk being off, man. And yeah. We'll the walk in back. I, yeah, I Walter was awesome, man. Yeah, well, we got to thank you, Walter, for joining us. I, I don't know what happened to him, but he, 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 be right back. he said he'd be right back. But next thing you know, it'll be a half an hour later. Oh, so, uh, but I wanted to like remind you guys um, in two weeks, we're going to have Alex Shapiro on the show. And because this show is about you coming on to join us from chat, as many of, of us as we can beg to join us, um, that includes you, Cliff. Uh, no, if you want to sure. get on the show, I, the, the goal is to have when Alex Shapiro comes on to have you guys just come on. We'll we'll keep you in the background. We won't have everybody on at the same time, but we'll, I'd like to have where I can pull uh, you guys guests from chat up onto the show and ask Alex a question or two, depending on how many uh, guests we have that want to uh, participate in this. And as well as uh, how long uh, Mr. Shapiro will grace us with his presence. So um, email us at Bears Country Podcast. If you're listening to this in audio stream and you would like to talk to Alex Shapiro and ask him your own questions, uh, please make sure you email us and we'll get you on the show. Because I think that would be a lot of fun to, um, to, in to have him interact with the fans. You know, like uh, this show is really all about. So we we're just wrapping this up, Walt. Um, anything you want to say before we uh, kick this show off? Uh, you know what? Oh, we have what, um, how long till training camp? <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Retro, if you don't hear me, fear from me soon. I was arrested for assaulting myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to happen, too. Can you imagine hanging out with Retro in a bar? Just be like... Fuck, I just can't say anything, can I? <laughs> I, I, I I'd, love, I'd love to hang out with him, man. What'd you say, PJ? I think you, you guys would get kicked out the bar hanging out with him. Mm -hmm. he, he's a riot. I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's a riot. He's a riot, <laughs> But I'll uh, just bring him to my bar, Dan. He'll make it. They're easy. Thank you all for your super chats, Retro. Thank you for your super chats tonight. Really, 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 really appreciate that. That's, that's awesome of you. Thank you so much. Um, send get get your butts on the, onto your email and email us at Bears Country Podcast. Come on the show in two weeks when Alex Shapiro was on. Ask him a question or two. Let's yeah, make Cliff. this let's make this show awesome with that. That'd be that'd be get amazing. Your, get your furniture out to office, Cliff. Come on the show, Cliff. Yeah, get, Cliff. get the wallpaper up, Cliff. <laughs> get the front yard vacuumed. Man, damn meatloaf, meatloaf done. Come on the show. Don't forget to cook a pizza while you're doing all that other crap too, dude. <laughs> Guys, thank you. Thank everyone in chat. PJ Foster, Walt, thanks for all of your time for 
being a part of this. Love you guys. Love you guys in chat. We will see you next Thursday with our guest. What's his name? I'm an asshole. <laughs> Tarbell. Tarbell. Yes. Ah. Tarbell. Yes. Andrew Tarbell, right? We got one more thing real quick. That's Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Andrew Tarbell. Tarbell. Yes. I, I got one more thing real did, quick. I, PJ and his one more things. Two, one more, one more thing, real quick, Shorty. Twenty-seven wanted, parts. This is part A. Do you have? I just, to, I just wanted to say that because I wanted to foster to go on. See, prove my point. <laughs> 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 we'll see you guys next Thursday. Thanks for joining us. And uh, one, two, three, bears. <laughs> Should we do it? Ready? One, two, three. Bears. 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 Bears.